The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. participants set up i realized that we're the only ones here so far so okay yeah i was a little worried otherwise oh hopefully the others will be <laughs> along soon yeah it is kind of well it's four after so it's technically a little bit early but... yeah uh just getting my character squared away here yeah i i uh I, I thought I'd have a well. I did, I did have a hell of a lot more time, but I'm uh, yeah. I'm one of the things I'm very very good at is putting things off. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Um, anyway, uh, other than the additional abilities in that and the uh, heightened proficiency bonus, I, I I rolled for my additional hit points and I ended up with my Constitution bonus adding I think four. So. My regular base is 31. I'm up to at 39 on the regular, on the, with, with the bonus stuff for the Heroes Feast. And I am sitting at 31 hit points with that. Well, uh, when you leveled up to five, when everybody leveled up to five, I, uh, I considered all hit points maxed out. Uh, oh. Yeah. So whatever okay. damage you took during the Scorpion thing. Yeah. That's erased. Oh, cool. And technically, yeah, you still have the Heroes Feast bonus. I forgot about that. So I'm still sitting at 39, then. Okay, 39 HP. And did your armor class go up at all? My armor class, I don't believe, did. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah, our our dexterity and wisdom wisdom have to go up for our armor class to go up. Got your armor at here. I got Krothu's armor at fifteen. Uh, only if I'm if if I'm dual wielding, it's fourteen otherwise. Okay. And cut a years one up to no yours is what is yours now eighteen now? Yeah. Okay. Do 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 do. Oh, I, I want to. I have a question. I wanted to ask you about. Uh, uh-huh. You know, we wrote, we wrote random for some of our random quirks, and um, I had kleptomania, uh, which isn't working too much for my character. I'm not having much opportunity for that. So, but but what I've noticed my character is doing is he's collecting trophy. Yeah, uh, normally something that Rogar does as well. Yeah, so because what I what I got the the, the bog staff. I've got the um, bronze. Is it bronze? Bronze giraffe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything that you. Yeah. Anything. Uh, yeah. Little candy cane thing, and I'm and I'm wanting to keep one of those amulets that we got off the scorpion. You know. quite a collection going on there. I know. <laughs> See, that's better than kleptomania, isn't it? <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I mean, you you, you got to get bored of ashtrays and mugs from all the different inns that you go to because that can really pile up and get boring. Right. Yeah, I think I think the only things I ever actually just picked up were was an apple off a vendor shelf and drinks in a tavern. <laughs> yeah, you were like you say, you're helping helping them bust tables. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing? Hello? Hello, how are you doing? Oh, we got... Oh, it's still just the three of us. Oh, okay. Wow, our Gante's armor class is higher than bone steel. <laughs> well, I, actually, I wonder if he has one. Has he got a shield? Bone steel never got a shield, did he? I don't think he uses one. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to ask Eric when he gets here. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, if he wants one, you know, he can obviously get one. I don't know. I, I, I've forgotten already whether a rogue is supposed to use a shield or not. Or, or. Uh, I don't think there's anything against it. But no, no he could do a buckler of some kind uh, type. Yeah. I guess that would. Uh, well, that would preclude. That would. Uh, Prevent him from doing uh, double attacks or anything like that. I guess. Mm. Okay. Well, good for Argante. I I I used the I used the the auto generate thing on D and D Beyond mainly because the end result is a PDF that you can print. That's right, got yeah. like all kinds of. It's got all kinds of info, but one of the things that's kind of that's missing is. Uh, is a page that just spells out what the what the what the spells are for the spellcasters, right? Because there there's other there was another toy out there. I forget which one it was. Well, there's got to be a couple of toys out there online that yeah. uh, you know when you do that generated sheet. Last page will print out card sized descriptions of the spells. Right now, they actually sell decks of the car- spell cards also. Yeah, those would be pretty handy at a table too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, th- that kind of thing. Just just that you have it in front of you, because otherwise it's like, all right, what is, and what does that do? Let me look it up. You know that kind of thing. I've been watching the various D and D programs on on YouTube, and they just had a kind of a convention where they were featuring the new module that's coming out soon called Descent. Hmm. Which basically the characters wind, wake up and they're on the first level of hell. <laughs> and you, have no, you have no idea how you got there, and you have to try to find a way to get off. Did you see the one? I'm going to do a spoiler here because it was too oh. funny for me not to mention. Uh huh. Did you see the one um, uh, with the guy that uh, I believe he writes? He writes the, uh, for the. Uh, what the hell I saw all four of them. So <laughs> go ahead. He does a Baldur's Gate. He, he does a Baldur's Gate comic. Oh, okay. He writes for Baldur. He writes for the character. Um, I think. I think he writes for the character. Oh, like Acqu- Acquisitions Incorporated with um, Penny Arcade. Uh, they were. They were. Some, they were in one of them, of them at least. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Um, Minsk. Oh, Minsk! I love Minsk. Do you, he? <laughs> he shaved his head. He did, and, and painted it. And painted it to do the to the the event. You know the. To the and, live and, and thing. 
And what I, I love this side take, the, the guy who does a lot of dungeon mastering for um, um, uh, Critical Role. Yeah, Mercer played Boo. Played Boo, <laughs> a miniature giant space hamster. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I was just thinking the other day is that when uh, the, the the one care the one uh, lady playing the um, the, the um, gnome was talking to her squirrel, but and, and basically doing both sides of the conversation. Mint right. looks at Boo and says she thinks she can talk to Rodent. <laughs> 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 that was just precious. That was that, that was that was yeah. That was just a perfect moment. That was great. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she she also does that uh, she does the DM uh, well she's the she is the DM for uh, relics and rarities or something like that yes that yes that's right I think she's an actress of some sort also well yeah she um, was in oh. she was in Daredevil oh okay I never saw the show but uh, yeah right. she's, she was in uh, she was in Daredevil and oh, um, Deborah Ann Wall Deborah Ann Wall thank you yes yes, yes she plays a very insane gnome. Well, yeah. Name them Bard, yeah. Yeah, Twi- uh, Twiggy, I think. Tw- Twiggy, yes. <laughs> she t- she p- she had that same character when she did uh, she did a guest uh, a guest spot on uh, on Critical Role. Ah, okay. So she kind of reprised reprised that character. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, lots of energy. Yeah, the only other thing I saw these uh, critical role people were doing a, a finale grand boss battle against Vecna. <laughs> well, that yeah, that's the end of the uh, first campaign. Yeah, that that was uh, pretty intense. Pretty intense. Yeah, I, I learned all about um, legendary ac- actions. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess Vecna has one or two. <laughs> <laughs> Just one or two. Yeah, before that he was using uh, he was oh no he wasn't using legendary actions he was using lair actions. Oh, those two, oh, yeah, for oh, uh, for the dragon fights. Yeah, that yeah the, the, that whole arc that it's kind of rare material in a way because they're, they they got themselves up to uh, obviously because of the format that they're doing they're doing weekly shows or you know mm-hmm. as often as as uh, it allows you know, every once in a while taking a week off but uh they got up there on the upper levels you know mm-hmm. and a lot of people a lot of regular games even some of the streaming games and the youtube games nobody gets you know people get up as high as level nine or Eleven or something like that, and and the game breaks up, or they or they run out of time, or people drift apart, or it just pod fades, or whatever it is. Right. But they were they were getting up there with uh, you know as high high levels as they could get. Mm-hmm. So they're like top heavy with the kind of stuff that we're going to have to go up against and things that we're yeah. going to have to do. Yeah, so. I don't know if they had actually come out. I guess they haven't come out with epic level rules yet, so they were kind of having to make it up as they went along. Well, I mean, the rules the, the rules get up to, I mean, the, the, you can get up to level 20 as a character, so far as I know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, how you handle stuff like that is kind of, uh, it's kind of like, it's almost virgin territory for most people because they just don't get that high. Right. So, you know, all the stuff that's coming out from those uh, from those streams is like, well, you're, you know, 
you're not going to see this organically appear through the for, mm-hmm. through at the end of a long campaign um, uh, very often. So it's kind of it's it's kind of cool to see the progression that gets them there. Ah, because what you you know it it it, it wasn't actually so much a dra- uh, knockdown drag out. Uh, uh, um, what did you refer to it as? It was uh, uh, a boss battle. Uh, well, yeah, I mean it, w- it oh, was a boss battle, but epi- it was epic level. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a, a one-off special uh, event. It was like the culmination of. Essentially, sure. you just you watch the you watch you watch the culmination of the first campaign, the first. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't actually watch the full campaign. I just happened to notice that. <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess that kind of stands out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that's very cool. Yeah, that that that, that descent thing that uh, that they uh, that they hosted, or. Mm-hmm. All the, all the different uh, theater uh, theater events they had. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't get an opportunity to actually watch all of them except for a couple, but most of them I listened to, and mm. that's just just sounds gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. I mean, I, and and what else should it be? What else should it be? You know, they're in hell. Yeah. Well, it was it was a good demonstration of game mastering because yeah, that really showed some quick thinking on your feet. Oh yeah, they had to improv like crazy. Yeah, and it was all brand new material too. There was like you know, this is your situation. Mad Max uh, meets Dante's Inferno. It's basically how they described it. <laughs> I, I I like how they they manipulated so the most useful characters were handicapped in some way, like you know, like only one hit point or uh, what was it? The the paladin wound up with the um a beam th- through her leg or something. Yeah, and, and the one of them like uh, came to consciousness not remembering any of her spells. Any spells, right. It's like, good luck, <laughs> thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the most brutal uh, I, I guess it Well, that was be. particularly brutal because of low hit points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I th- was that, uh, that, that... That was the fourth one. That was the fourth? That was, that was the one with um, um, the What's his name? We were just talking about in this hamster, and and uh, yeah, and it was and it was run by um, uh, Chris Perkins, mm. who was particularly cruel, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently seemed to be enjoying the hell out of the whole uh, situation. Well, you know, being particularly cruel is fun, <laughs> as it I mean, should be. <laughs> As long as you have buy-in from your players, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know I'm total. Yes. <laughs> so guess what? Guess what, guys? You're going to hell. Are you in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there, there was another thing with um, uh, Mercer doing a one-on-one with um, Steve Colbert campaign for charity. Oh, Red Nose I don't know Day. You, yeah. Red Nose Day. Did you see that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were watching that, and Eric is going, "You can play with only one character." <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. My my friend and I went through uh, a I forget what the module was something about um, it was uh, but yeah back in the day it was one of the basic D and D modules mm. and uh, something about about mountain like um, this is an white plume mountain it might have been mm. um, but 
it was one I had a halfling character and it was just me and I wound up we fudged the rules because we got we were really digging the story and I was getting thrashed in the climactic battle so he was like you're down to I said oh man I'm dead he goes nope you have half a hit point <laughs> you have half a hit point you have half a hit point well it was either that or or the, we would stop playing because I wasn't going right. to create yeah, you know. Well, so, really, uh, with one player, it's very, very easy to do a TPK, isn't it? Y- yes. <laughs> That's when you bring in hirelings. Hi- hirelings and modify it a lot. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. That was a, that's another one of those surreal things. I don't. Know, you know, it, it it it's just there's just something really really. It's both cool. And weird at the same time. It's like five years ago. Five years ago, you could have walked up to this guy, mm-hmm. um, Mercer. You mm-hmm. could have walked up to Matt Mercer, and uh, and you know he, he he's, he's a typical Los Angeles actor. He's gotten a few gigs here and there. Very successful. Successful uh, doing uh, voiceovers for video games and cartoons, etc. But nobody would know him. You know, on the street, except you know, oh, oh, nice, nice guy, good-looking guy, whatever. But you wouldn't know. And uh, see him wearing a T-shirt saying, "Oh, you into D and D? Yeah, it's cool. I like to play with my friends once in a while." Did you know that five years from now, um, you'll be part of your little gaming group that will have raised eleven million dollars to do your own cartoon, and you'll run a one-shot for Stephen Colbert? <laughs> and he would have smiled and nodded and backed away slowly, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Nikki referred to it as the lucky bastard effect. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. Sadly, we will not have Trilobite with us uh, tonight. Uh, as you might may have seen the email, he is feeling poorly and uh, much much better that he gets some rest. Than, yeah. Uh, uh, cavort this evening. Nikki's going to be a little late. You probably saw that email too, but. Uh, yeah, I almost prepped. I almost prepped another game, like a one shot, as a possibility in case you wanted to wait till he was back to continue. And then I, I thought, damn it, because the game I would be wanting to run is something I think he would really want to play. So, well, when he gets so, back, uh, we can run. You can run that one. Yeah, what it's is that, it anyway? uh, It's called On the Air, and it's a uh, it's a book a book. It's a game from Spectrum Games where you are doing uh, your simulating a radio show, an old-time radio show. Mm. Yeah, you've mentioned that before, I think. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting, uh, and I'll probably say the same thing now that I did then, because I haven't read the rules since it, it was initially released, and that was like, oh, I don't want to say how long ago. I think it might have been because I'm old, and time flies, it's fleet, time is fleeting, madness takes its toll. <laughs> and, but uh, listen closely, not for very much very longer. longer. Sorry, but. <laughs> exactly. But... Uh, uh, I was thinking it was a couple of years old now, and maybe it's not. But uh, the thing I like about it is you have a limited number of die rolls based on how long your episode is supposed to be. And so they kind of use that to reflect a an effects budget. Huh. Um, and <laughs> and you, get, you get points that you can use sort of like yum-yums or fate points that you can use if you, say, do things like use... 
you make sound effects to accompany your description of you know and your and your your uh, instead of narrating everything unless your show has a narrator you you uh, <coughs> will will narrate like the the example they use is the private eye show where the guy the character playing the private eye says I walked into the bar. <laughs> And what you know, and and uh, but it looks fun. It looks like an interesting. It looks like it uses the ret- if you guys are familiar with the Retro Star game, also from Spectrum. It uses the same system. They just modified it for an old time radio feel. And the PDF is on sale right now. Oh well, hell, there we go. Excellent. That sounds like My- an RPG version of 1940s Radio Hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's but uh, popular musical twenty years ago. Anyway, construct a series, create a sponsor, whip up characters, and you're ready to play. Yeah, I just huh. I saw that. <laughs> Being the huge OTR fan I am, I had to snag that. <laughs> uh, especially the part about making us about creating a sponsor because that yeah is just fun. I wonder. I I wonder if it's allowed to use existing sponsors. Uh, existing sponsors. Nice clean anthracite coal. <laughs> <laughs> Remember all all of those uh, Sherlock Holmes shows. Oh yeah, I oh. do. If we do this though, I want. I have a request. I would like um, the sponsor to be handled the same way they handled it on Fibber McGee and Molly, because I think that is just a work of genius. Where Harlow Wilcox, the announcer, is just shows up in the neighborhood. Hey guys, <laughs> and he'll take any conversation they're having, which on the surface has nothing to do with Johnson's wax, and he'll spin it to the point where, as the show went on, they would start to be like, "Oh, he's gonna." They would try to to like make it impossible for him to. Of course, it's all written in the script, but still, right. it felt very. It felt very natural. They would try to keep him from, you know, they would try to challenge challenge him by thinking there's no way he's going to be able to steer this around to Johnson's wax. <laughs> he always finds a way to do it. Um, the, the, what the hell was it? Roma Wines, I think. Sherlock Holmes was Roma Wines. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and Blue Diamond Coal. Yep. And then there was... Um, the Shadow was Goodrich Silver Tires. And uh, some of the earlier, much earlier ones were Autolite car parts. Or Goodrich Silver Town tires, something like that. Goodrich, um, no, I'm, I need to, uh, it's not. Yeah, there were all kinds of, uh, Whistler had signal oil. Who was, uh, was it, was it, um, damn. All these names are escaping me now. Why is that? I heard LS, MFT, LS, MFT. There was Lucky Strikes. Five I don't tobacco. know who had that one. Yep. Yeah. That was Jack Benny. Ah, who was chasing Sanborn? Uh, Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Edgar Bergen. I couldn't come up with the name. Yeah. From bumper to tail light, you're always right with Auto Light. <laughs> ah. That's scary. They haven't yep. changed. They haven't changed in more than seventy years. <laughs> Advertising is still the same. 
Unfortunately, it's not. Damn it, it bugs me because now it's all so. It's not even about being blind. I, I, it's. I was gonna say it's also visual, and I realized how that was going to sound. But it's more. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about it from my perspective, although it does suck. But I hear people all the time who are saying, "Oh, I love that commercial with the cat and the frisbee and the coconut cream pie." What is that? <laughs> and it's it's like people know the commercials, but they don't know necessarily what the product is because right. all it has to tell you mm. what the product is is something at the bottom that says, uh, you know, extra dry. Like, well, what the hell does that have to do with anything you just... Oh, well, there was a woman in the commercial who was, uh, you know, <laughs> showing off her... her, her uh, clean skin with a tube with a stick of extra dry in her hand and that's what you were supposed to make yeah. that connection oh, okay I, I saw one the other day that the song sounded like it might have been a very poor choice if you especially if you know where it's from it was for um, the Venetian hotel in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and they used the I want it all song from Willy Wonka <laughs> oh my god uh, oh my god <laughs> They're just buying it all up. They're just buying it all up. It's like, all right, you inspired a generation. Now you're a jingle. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I would love to say it's new, but I think it's always been that way. I remember the first time I noticed it was when they had the good vibrations sunk just oh, yeah. soda commercial, and I went, "Wow!" It's also weird when you think about songs that are covered by you know really badly covered by pop bands and you're like wow they just that song just came out it wasn't that long and then you think oh actually yes it was if you look at the remake that you heard of such and such a song it was 20 years after the original and yeah it's 20 years after the original of the one you're thinking of that just came yeah it's just time is weird <laughs> and then in the in the in the in the 90s there was that rash of so-called punk covers of everything Oh, oh, God! Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Hello. 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 Speaking of scary, no, I'm exactly. kidding. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <coughs> Hi. Hi. So sorry, I'm late. So are we? Did we win? We won. You won. You got a million we bucks. Won. A dollar three eighty. Awesome! <laughs> we gonna eat tonight. Let's go! Yay! Yay. Excellent. Hi. Hello. So I missed all the chat. How is everybody? Good. Awesome. Good, good. Let's go on. Okay. You haven't really just got much chat. Uh, oh I, no. Okay. I, I didn't have a chance to talk about my adventures yet. The uh, lesser of of the uh, of the uh, two, two weevils. <laughs> Sorry. Well, two weevils. the. Um, <laughs> The, the the lesser of the two is uh, I got to see Shazam finally uh, oh, good. the other night, and it was it, it was pretty good. I mean, it's 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 if you if you've seen Ant Man, it's kind of like that. It's the they took what was a serious character kind of comedy did it, it up a, a bit, but it kind of works. Hmm. Okay. Oh, so it's like Avengers Endgame. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Like, spoiler, like, man! Spoiler. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, hopefully not like what they did with Land of the Lost. <laughs> I never saw Land of the Lost, so I couldn't I, really tell I've you there. Had, like, I've been afraid. Um, they, they, they went full on comedy with the um, uh, movie. 
Now, did they treat whatever antagonists they had seriously? Um, sort of. It was it was very Austin Power-ish. Okay, so that's kind of it. Did you ever did see actually... the Slee Stacks? How could it not be Austin Power-ish? <laughs> oh, oh my I don't goodness. know about that. See, obviously, it was As received a kid, so well by the public. Actually, so, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the main bad guy in it was like a, a megalomaniac Slee Stack, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they treat... I mean, granted, Savannah is kind of over the top, and he's not quite... I mean, he's he's not like the, the guy from the old car- cartoons going on about the big red cheese and all of that. <laughs> no. He was actually pretty... pretty... Uh, pretty scary, actually. So it, it, it was decent enough. It's uh, worth a matinee, possibly, or at, 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 at least I, I, I saw it in a second-run theater, so it's probably there by now, so that's probably not too bad. Um... But a few weeks ago, we also went to see Spamalot because the uh, local. Oh. And I've, didn't I talk to some about this last time? Actually, I yeah, thought. I think so. Yeah, and I don't think you were it's here fun, to hear about this, Nikki. Yeah, it it, it 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 is fun, especially when when Tim's special effects set off the fire alarm. <laughs> we love that. No, when that happens, no. And the thing is that uh, it apparently also happened on, on on the first night of the the uh, the show, but they'd had pretty good luck since then. But it's 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 like that show breaks the fourth wall so much anyway that you know they 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 gotten as as far as actually doing the uh, the. Uh, they're actually you know, trying to decipher the uh, things, and of course, in, in in our local version, they they have this great big stone-looking kafefe, oh. <laughs> and they're going through all of this stuff, and you know, and wait, and I'm this, so sorry, I missed that. My stupid volume turned down. What did they try and do? In uh, the they local were version? Uh, they for the the uh, runes they were deciphering was this was the, the, this like stone-looking kafefe. <laughs> yeah, and and Wait. and then, <clears throat> evidently they 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 had license to do a lot of new changes because all this 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 the talk of making England great again and stuff like that it was really they had a good time with that they absolutely did when they but, got ready to break into the Lancelot song his name is Lancelot he la-, did they send out one <laughs> of their taller knights holding a um, disco mirror ball over his head. And spinning slowly in place. I don't recall one, but they. Okay. But most of those scenes that might got, have been a local got, thing that I saw, and it was so freaking yeah. funny because it was so stupid. But <laughs> most of those big music bits got really, really busy. So I, so I, I may have missed it. But anyway, this show breaks the fourth wall so much. Any anyway, so they're they're talking of, 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 about stuff, and then there's this re sound and they're looking confused which and and we're all figuring the entire audience is figuring this is part of the show and, <laughs> and they're, 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 they're talking talking and then finally they'll just stop and then turn to one side go off stage tim comes back out you wanted to go outside it's a real fire alarm <laughs> oh yep yeah and so they just said every everybody out and and you could see some like smoke from whatever they were, whatever they had done. They didn't do anything big because they actually made a a joke out of fire marshal approved special effects, and he was just basically using the like little the like the, the like little paper snapper things that that mm-hmm. you throw around, you know. Ah. But but the, the, there were also some like uh, fog machine effects here and 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 there, and there were some hovering up near the top of the uh, curtains when 
the thing went off. So everybody dissipate properly. Yeah, everybody went out outside. It only took like ten or fifteen minutes for the fire department to arrive. Make sure everything was was good, and then we finished the last two bits that there were for it. Friends but it of was mine, good. It was that's. But it makes it makes the night when things go wrong like that. <laughs> Friends of mine worked on a show a gazillion years ago. It was a new show. And it was horrible, and it made no damn sense. And all kinds of weird stuff happened. And the set caught fire, and they actually had to run on stage. <laughs> With fire extinguishers yeah. to put the set out. And they kept going. And they had friends in the audience. And so they, they thought they were going to be like, oh, my God, having to explain it. And their friends were like, did everything go wrong? I was like, what? Did you not see us with the fire extinguisher? Oh, we thought that was part of it because it was so stupid and horrible. <laughs> anyway, yeah, love that. Oh, that's But I'm sad. glad that it, like, made the night, right? It kind oh, of, like, sparked it yeah. up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sparked kinda. it up, no pun intended. Yeah, it was a it was a, a a good show overall. Overall, and I kind of figured that there were little bits where they can localize it here and 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 there it it seemed like because uh, the this may be spoiling it for some people out out there, but one of one one part of the mini pronged quest in the it, quest in in the second half of it is the search for for uh, Jews mm. and the of course the so you can't have a musical. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, you. Which part of the you, song? <laughs> you can't succeed on Broadway if you don't have any Jews, right? Mm-hmm. Ah. And so, uh, and the oh, the show is Jews. That was the drinking song. No. Damn it! <laughs> no, I'm just the, uh, the, uh, and the the show is 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 being put on by a a, a theater or, or or organization based out of our local Jewish community center. Hmm. And, and, and a point that uh, how did that go down? And, well, I hope they laughed. <laughs> they did. They absolutely Good. did. And, and us, us, especially at the at the point where the lady of the lake points out, we're in a Jewish community center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I do believe that it's written into that particular show when you get the rights to it. Uh-huh. That you can modify and change some things to suit your local yeah. conditions. Not everything is like that. There's some that if they catch you, you get busted. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I figure you gotta have something like that with the show, just because it's it, it's it seems very with this the times for something that it's silly, yeah. silly, silly, and and it seems very with the the times as 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 far as a lot of the stuff in it goes, and. Right. It's also one of the uh, rare ones that I, I uh, want to that, that I actually decided to hold on to the playbill for because they had tons of fun with that as well, mm. uh, including the uh, credit for a, a uh, the in the like credits in the in, in the first pages of it they have a, a moose trainer listed. Uh, the director's <laughs> note mentions uh, has uh, a, a thing where if you. Um, have any complaints about the uh, the uh, the content of the show? Uh, that you should you know, first of all take the the stick out of your ass and sharpen it up, and then put it in an envelope and send it to Kentucky's governor. Oh, oh man! And then signs the whole thing Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's a fun little thing there, and. And of course, all of the like local sponsors got in the uh, 
that had, had some Python-esque jokes in their ads, too, and I don't remember any particular ones, and I don't remember where exactly where I put the thing, otherwise I would go on, but That's yeah, that was, cool. a, that was that was a, 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 a fun show. Even with the fire alarm. I, li- <laughs> I like the... Uh- I love the idea of uh, uh, program ads that actually tie into the show. The moose yeah, thing is a joke from the original movie. Yes, yes. Yeah. My yeah. sister and was bit by a moose. It was very painful. Yeah, yeah this is the uh, same group that we, uh, we we didn't get to see Les Miserables when, when they were doing that one. But we did see them do the Who's Tommy a couple of years ago. And 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 they, and they did a really good job on that too. So it's a nice little, uh, nice little group. So it's ambitious stuff. Yeah, I think uh, in the next season they're 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 going to do hair. Oh, good lord! Good luck <laughs> with that. The book for hair is dreadful. The songs are so catchy and lovely. The dialogue makes you want to pull your own head off to escape. <laughs> hey, Daddy-O. <laughs> what? Man! Dude, stoned! Whoa! I mean, it's awful. It is so bad. And yeah. the only live version I've ever seen of hair took place at Kent State. Uh-huh. Kent State. Back in, I want to say it was 1998, I went with a friend of mine who was doing summer stock there. And, um... Kent State, Ohio, and they, uh, first of all, they didn't get naked for the big orgy nude scene at the uh-huh. end where they should be, right? Everybody was in, right. They were in like horrible little body suits. It was so bad. And the worst part of all was apparently they searched all over that campus and couldn't find one single solitary actor or singer or dancer of any kind of skin tone other than milk white. And uh-huh. so there's a song that is loaded with epithets and they used a white kid holding a rerun African American dummy from the 70s or 80s show rerun up it was oh, right. oh my god it was a wow. choice that was so horrifying that they and they were completely oblivious to what a bad choice that was yeah oh my yeah god. my friend Eric and I we put dents in each other's knees as we were gripping so tightly like no yeah <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that they're doing next season, which actually starts in July for some reason, uh, they're doing Beauty and the Beast. Uh, they're doing Dream Girls, The Bridges of Madison County, Hair, and Mamma Mia. Oh wow! Holy crap! My stars and garters. Yeah. Good luck season, to them. Yeah, this last season it was uh, uh, Spamalot was the last one of this past season. They also did Annie, The Full Monty, Into the Woods, and Hairspray. <laughs> Annie the Full Monty. That is an interesting choice. Mm. <coughs> they didn't do them both at the same time. Oh, okay. Dang it. And their prop person is hiding under a table somewhere, rocking back and forth and sobbing. <laughs> I want to know how in the hell that company that Nikki was talking about, I don't know, I don't know how they handled the white, uh, white girls, black boys song. Um, again, with white girls. It was, I mean, the whole thing, it was just That's appalling. Wild. The whole thing was appalling. It really was such a bad choice. Don't do yeah. it. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> or pay for some ringers, something, but not that. Oh, they did that. Oh, no, it was. <laughs> I, 
I can think of worse ways they could have handled it, but not much. They could have replaced you with a harp interlude. You could have done that for them. I mean, the only thing that I think could have been <laughs> worse is if they had painted on black. Oh, well, right, right. It was really, that was the only other choice you could have gone to that would have been worse. And, and just as completely ignorant. You know what I mean? It was, uh, yeah. Anyway. Luckily, I, I never had to see it again. I have, I am, uh, this is not the time for this question. This is your to game. I, no, I'm, Screw it. I'm going to throw it out there, and Adam can edit it out if he wants, because I'm, I'm honestly curious. I heard somebody... Uh, I did a... One of, for my job, I did a... Uh, worked on a documentary about... From disabled actors... From and about... By and about disabled actors. And there was a woman on there who, in her interview clips, said that playing a, a person who can walk, playing someone confined to a wheelchair, is the equivalent of a white person putting on blackface. And I thought, that doesn't seem right to me, but I really don't have any good reason as to why. Because the more I thought about it, I was like, well, yeah, but, eh, okay. Short of social stigma, it is kind of the same hmm. about it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, there, there is a bit of a cheat there, considering uh, that if they wanted someone that was disabled... If the character is disabled and they have the opportunity to advertise uh, for auditions. Right. That was her point. Um, and I mean, it's, and we're not talking about a situation where the person is walking in the beginning of the story and, like, you couldn't do that with Lieutenant Dan, for example, because, mm-hmm. but for somebody who starts and ends the story um, stuck in a chair. Yeah, it's, it's, that was her point was, you know, there are plenty of actors who, who are that Uh, way. And she does have a point. These days there are plenty of actors and it's just kind of like, um, lazy thought process and lazy casting. It's the equivalent of just hiring whatever white actor you know to play an Asian somebody or. Right, right. Or right. any other kind of ethnic, slightly uh, less obvious ethnic person, because you know you know this actor, you know the casting director, and you don't put any work into finding somebody of the qualities that you're really looking for. Right. And these days, there really are a significant amount of actors, uh, able-bodied, unable, whatever you want to say. You know, like there's a lot more choice than there was, say, 50 years ago. Right. Because people understand that they can do these things. But the casting process has not caught up yet. And to be fair, uh, well, it's not fair, it's not good. There are still some theaters that are not handicap compliant. Or they're not enough. Like you just easily get around if you're in a theater. And movies should be different. Movies, you would think that you could make it work a lot easier than a theater excuse me i just it's interesting to me that to and maybe i'm generalizing in my experience there i'll qualify it joe q public when they see a a uh, disabled character being played by somebody without a disability it's just sort of accepted but if that same person was playing a different uh they're playing an ethnicity that was not their own Come to think of it, it's kind of unique to blackface because nobody, or not many people, I shouldn't say nobody because I saw some people, but there was not a huge outcry about Joel Gray playing Chuck. Of course, that was back well, in the not, 80s. Not many people saw that movie either. <laughs> although, although, actually, if I remember right, they got an Oscar nomination for that makeup. 
Oh no, he did a great job. I'm not even saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and 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 Remo Williams is a definite guilty pleasure of mine for that reason. But still, I think they actually got an Oscar nomination for Joel Gray's makeup. Hmm. So let me look that. For which movie? Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. No, I didn't see it. I don't know anything about it. It harkens back to, uh, I think, a, 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 a anecdotal point that I, I think I made on, wasn't a point, a, a shared event, a story, a thing that happened, um, not to me. A friend of mine, Rob, mm. uh, was was in, uh, and this is 35 years ago. Wait a minute. Was it? Yep. <laughs> I laughed I've oh, been breath. having so many experiences like that lately. Okay. okay. Oh my okay. God, that was twenty years ago. Holy shit! Yeah, he was in <laughs> he was in South Pacific, and it was a limited. It was a small cast. It was a limited cast. There were to I think to their credit, I, I'm I may not be remembering this correctly. There were Asian cast members. You know, to 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 for the for playing the South, United States sailors, Southeast Asian. <laughs> Playing, they were playing sailors and Southeast Asian, oh okay, you know, Good. Per, uh, 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 indigenous people of the island that they were on, but there weren't enough of either. So oh. sailors that were in the big sailor scenes and uh, um, and <clears throat> and vice versa, you know, would, would would have to put would have to put on Oriental makeup. <clears throat> and he made he handmade a little gizmo that he stuck backstage on the wall. Uh, it was a spin disc, you know, like uh, in, in a carnival where you'd, you know, <coughs> spin the wheel, place your bat, that kind of thing. Day, we used to call those records. Dogs. Yeah, no, this was, uh, yeah, it, was, it was, he called it his Asiatic Wheel of Fun. <laughs> wow. And depending on where it stopped, he had on the wheel, how many, how many audience members, it was just numbers, how mm-hmm. many audience members did I fool? How many audience members did I offend? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Over over his uh, having to uh, over them not having uh, enough uh, uh, Asian actors to play the Asian people in South Pacific. Uh, so uh, yeah, it, it, it's, okay. it's but it, not it is a it's a it's a tricky a thing, thing though because as groups gain confidence and, and as they should right I'm not right. saying no don't gain confidence you different groups that have been oppressed not that but. As they come to the fore, of course they want jobs and they want to work. And, and, and there's, but there's also an argument like, should you keep doing these shows that have all these stereotypes? Blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But then where, do you, where and how do you start finessing the line? So a lot of dancers, I'm not saying all dancers, a lot of Broadway dancers are gay. They're amazing dancers. Who cares what their sexuality is? But say we did... Miss Saigon with American ah, red blooded soldiers ah, and these guys were hilarious because out on stage in their GI uniforms ah, mm-hmm. in the in the titty bars and all of that for the show, and then backstage they would so camp it up because you make my pants look like my pants look fat, you know they would just they would just do it because they could because they were funny. <laughs> you have to have straight, you know, <clears throat> straight guys playing the straight GIs. I mean, it's like no. No, you don't. You know, do you always? It, it's it's it gets tricky. It gets tricky, yeah. and you have to just use some common, not just common sense, but you have to use some sensitivity. I suppose is where it really comes down and understand. There's lots and lots of shades of gray. That also and depends on 
I'm sorry, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, and speaking of, uh, of Gray, I have verified here. Uh, the Rima Williams' The Adventure Begins was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Makeup at the 58th Academy Awards. It mm. lost to Mask, which is understandable. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. And what was Joel Gray made up as? An Asian. Uh, oh. character, a character named, named uh, Chun. He was uh, Rimo's teacher in the Deadly Art of Sinanju. You just know whoever cast him, cast him because of the name Joel Grey. And they Quite didn't possibly. think beyond that. I think it was the first cinematic depiction of, uh, of a sidearm being disassembled in one hand. That <laughs> could be... Uh, but uh, but it, it, whichever happens, it was definitely better than what they ended up with in the uh, in the uh, the one episode TV pilot that happened, where the role was played by Roddy McDowell. Oh man, yeah. I, I, I guess that's one of the arguments that, that's made by the executive producers as well. You know, well, you know, we could cast, but the character. Uh, the character may be Asian, uh, but uh, we need somebody with, who has box office draw. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. And they're in a better situation with that nowadays. But I mean, and as, as, especially when you had a, a, a whole bunch of actors and, and directors coming over after the after China took over Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. You no, know, because that's when you had. Uh, uh, Ch- uh, Ch- Chow Yun Fat come over. Uh, Mi- M- Michelle Yeoh, Jackie Chan was doing a lot more over here. Mm-hmm. Um, just a big wave that you hadn't seen since the days of like uh, of like Bruce Lee. So, yeah, well, a great deal of it depends on where on earth you are. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I, it, it, you have to strike a whole hell of a lot of it up to culture. And by culture, as I've been thinking about over the past couple of weeks, it's just another a one-word name for the paint job on the local crazy. <laughs> does that does that, that sound that's cynical? An interesting definition. <laughs> does that sound cynical or what? I'm sorry, Nikki. You said what? Have we been experiencing the local crazy? Oh uh, no! Uh, the topology has been more uh, more of a it's been more of a, a help to help for me to to realize that I'm actually in Georgia. <laughs> You're actually it's, what? It's that I'm actually in Georgia. I, yeah. I, I I I've been. It's been like one of those uh, 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 penny sinking through the concrete things where it's just like you know eventually you're going to get that you're not in Jersey anymore. But uh, but you are. But I'm I'm essentially Georgia is almost damn near pretty much where I am anyway is almost damn near pretty much the same as New Jersey. I do believe that's pretty much where you are. Yeah, it's got it's got to be pretty much where I am. But uh, it's New Jersey with a roller coaster landscape. <laughs> the topology is vastly. Vastly different. Yep. Because the 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 hills, you you can't go you can't go a half a mile in any direction without um, without being on some kind of a steep upgrade or downgrade, and sometimes with some uh, pretty exotic turns in there, 
It's just hills everywhere. Some you hit even some of these homes covered in kudzu. uh, Well, not the not the highways, but I'll give it about five minutes. I was going to say, stand still long (laughs) enough, and you will be. Pretty much, we've got bamboo in our backyard. Apparently, our neighbor Uh has a bamboo uh, bamboo. Stand. We'll get you a machete for Christmas. On the back of his yard, and it's spilling mm. over into ours in terms of stuff that's growing up. And damn, does that stuff grow fast. Try and stop it now if you can. I guess so. you got to put one of those big old, like, three-foot barriers in the ground. We we always used to we always used to laugh though whenever we'd hear about uh, and you know it get to be, get to be winter time and n- no snow accumulated because because you know uh, my sister in law was down here as well and when uh, when uh, Auntie Ed would talk to her on the phone it'd be like it's be winter time it's like well you got there's no snow whatsoever however the state is shut down and we'd be like well why. And uh, um, she'd say, well, we got ice. We got <laughs> ice. And we're sitting up there in Jersey thinking, seriously, you can't drive? These people can't drive on ice? What the hell? <laughs> the part that she left out and the part that apparently didn't seem to, it, do, it doesn't sink in, is the fact that that's all you need here. <laughs> because of the hills? Because of the hills. The hills are so outrageously steep and the curves oh. are so outrageous. It's like, they're, they're you know, oh, I can't get out of my driveway because of the ice. That makes sense. I've seen driveways that have a damn near 45 degree incline in, in, in a great many of these houses. It's like, that's the part you need to lead with before you talk about the ice. Because most people apparently don't know that. I didn't. And we used to, you know, we used to do kind of a tongue-in-cheek, shake-the-head, uh, kind of like, really, ice? Not not realizing that uh, even a four-wheel drive vehicle isn't going to... What am I talking about? Do they Hi, not everybody. use chains? Do they not use chains on their tires? Well, apparently it's so infrequent that uh, not um. many people even bother, because even if they've got chains, every, uh, chains everybody else... And all the businesses are shut down anyway, so they got no place to go. Gotcha. Except for the Waffle House. On the other hand, mm. Washington, D.C. shuts down if three flakes of snow come out of the sky, and they have no excuse. So there you go. Yeah, or if their grotesque clown decides to throw a tantrum. But that's not weather-related, necessarily. True, that's not weather-related. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so, sorry, well, I, I forgot what Hi. I'm going to hush now. Hi, Nikki. You were doing horsey stuff. I was doing horsey stuff, yes, please. Extra horsies. Extra. Oh, cool. It was just regular horsey stuff. But it was Wednesday night horsey stuff. Do, 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 do. Is that when they get to wear their bowlers and uh, and spats? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just busy being a pit groom, flipping them around, changing the tack. Taking tack off, putting tack on, la 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 la. No, it's fun. I'm all dirty and stinky though. You guys are glad I'm not in the room. That's all I have to say. Well, it's a horse oh. thing. It is. <laughs> I think they smell good, but a lot of people think it's stinky. I, they're just wrong. Oh, that's an <laughs> attitude. <thing. laughs> that's right. I am dirty though, because you know you just get grubby. So anyway. 
How's hey. everybody doing? Did I miss all of that? Did you go around the room and everybody's okay? I think, well, you I, I, I don't want to just... hold things up. You're probably ready to start. So Well, the conversation started with uh, with uh, um, uh, Blanky uh, mentioning a game that's like 1940s radio hour, the RPG. Uh-huh. And uh, that sounds like a hell, hell of a lot of fun. Mm. Because you can do old, old-timey uh, radio commercials. And I'm guessing that one of the things that's required, aside from dice, is an empty coffee can and some kind of a clothespin <laughs> to put on your nose. <laughs> For uh, those fabulous voices. Things like that, yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I was like, yes! Cynthia <laughs> Celeste Miller, I love you! <laughs> that's Excellent. Yeah, it's almost five. Let's get spit spot. Let's get some feedback done and play. I want to roll some dice. Wait, you didn't do feedback? There we but go. All right. Let me expand this. Do, 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 do helping. Oh, hell. All right. Uh, D20 time then. All right. I rolled a four. Four. I rolled oh. a two. <laughs> I rolled a four as well. Well, people, I don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> I rolled an eight. I think Wait. it goes to Andros then. Wow. Okay. Oh, I haven't, haven't rolled yet, but oh. let me see. You were just saying you didn't want it. I don't, but everybody else is rolling, so it's oh. unfair. Take my punishment like a man. That's what military people do. And I rolled... <laughs> oh, thank God. Andros, you're in. I got a five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. Didn't even have to fudge it. <laughs> So feedback. Uh, this this feedback is from uh, is from uh, Undel Soul, and uh, and it comes to us after uh, after a while of uh, missing some shows, and now he's catching up. So Andros, if you would. Okay, it's not in chat. I have to. Find oh dear, it. hang on. Let me let me do a cut and paste here. Okay, thank you. But I might have it here in my inbox too. Oh, I found it. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then okay. go ahead. Yeah. This is the one from... Uh, Who is this from? It's from Undel Sol. Undel Sol. Remember Undel? Ah, yes, I found it. Okay. Ah, to the gutter skypes from Undel Sol. Here it is. Oh! Um, I don't recall if I've ever wrote in before... Other than to IGDFOS, but I used to listen when TGS started. TGS. Sounds like a game company. <laughs> a brand. Our initials yeah. are, our initials are, uh, are uh, yeah. Tigs. You from TGS Games. <laughs> That's right. That would kick ass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I ended up taking a long hiatus from podcasts, mostly because I forgot they existed when I joined the Army. I can see how that would drive you to distraction. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. This was way back in 2012, according, uh, based on the dates of podcasts, I believe I stopped listening during or a bit before Leopold Women of Venus. Oh, leopard, Leopard Women of Venus. Yes. All right, I don't know where that came from. Um, I am now catching up where I left off. I'm in the RuneQuest saga. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
nothing to apologize for. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> a, a long combat dice roll things. There's uh, got to be a better way, and I'm sure there is. <laughs> okay. Um, RuneQuest Saga. And in regards to Blind Geek's question, what's the future like for you? I'm trying to send this to the past, but I'm unsure if it worked. Answer, summation. That's right, summation. Basic training, um, hurry up and wait, aggravation, join unit, aggravation part two, training, aggravation part three, deployment to the sandbox, aggravation part four, PTSD activated, uh, psych eval, return home, new unit, aggravation point five, training, aggravation part six, training, <laughs> aggravation part seven, end of time in the army. Oof. And a good time was had by all, apparently. <laughs> all right. At this point, I've been out of the army for about six months, and I've been going to my psych at the VA, who is usually useless. Okay, we're sorry about that, too. Yeah. But she suggested listening to RPG podcasts since one of my interests has been GMing since the deployment, and I suddenly remembered TGS. So Talk here I am, that. listening again. Yay! <laughs> Welcome back! And it's really been helping with my PTSD, so thanks, my dudes. Oh, that's awesome. That we is awesome. Thinking, we should be thanking you, and I don't mean to get on a soapbox here, uh, so I won't. I'm mm-hmm. just saying we should be thanking you, and we and I know Adam did, and mm-hmm. so I I think we all second. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. Yeah. Right. And also, if you would say hi to Auntie Ed and Thunderstep for me, I'm the same Undersoul that I used to be in Off the Air Guild. Don't know if they still remember me, but say hi anyway. Regards, Undersoul. Okay. Well, I uh, back in the. Um, um, yeah, uh, back in the off-the-air uh, times, he may remember me even, because I was known as Vivamort when we were doing that. Oh, and my wife here, she's Elude, yes. Yes. I'm actually not playing uh, World of Warcraft anymore. <laughs> Isn't that strange? I was playing for 12 years. Wow. <clears throat> Do everything turn, turn. And, and the web <laughs> of off the air guild stretches far and wide. Yeah. But, wow. Uh, yes, we had I good think. harmony going, Nikki. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for writing in and welcome home. And, you know, welcome home to the podcast as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope things Absolutely. keep getting better and better and less aggravating. Right? Mm. Yeah, I think your aggravation tanks are full. Right. Time well, to put um, those bad boys down and walk away. That's right. what I say. And as Blind Geek said, yes, we uh, we should be thanking you. And just the fact that uh, for you and anyone else in your situation, we're, uh, we're listening to these kinds of podcasts uh, just helps you get through the day. <coughs> That's a very, very cool thing. And, and I uh, just want... Oh, did, I'm sorry, did I just cut you off? I didn't mean to. No, go ahead. Go ahead. That's pretty much I just want to say, I know a lot of people say that, and, and it can be regarded as a platitude. Oh, thank you for your service. As someone who... Wanted to serve and can't because of my disability... Um, well, that sounds crap. I was going to say the thanks is... 
heartfelt. That doesn't, I don't mean to imply you guys is, isn't. That's how that sounds like it was going to come out, but I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying, if you hear that and think, yeah, everybody says that, meh, they're, you know, um, I almost joined the Marines out of, uh, out of high school because I thought I could, and then I found out I could, obviously couldn't, but which, um, that's a whole story for a different time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Sergeant Kelly, there was no reason you should have known, so don't feel bad. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, especially when, when you're dealing with PTSD, that, that extra sucks. And, uh, yep. so thank you very much for what you've done and do. I guess one of the good things about coming back to something like your, um, gaming podcast is that, um, you get to remember that some things are still the same. Yeah, and the good things that matter are still around. Mm-hmm. You can still indulge in them. And Adam, you are fading in and out, my friend. I don't know if it's your microphone or if you're leaning back or or what. But you come in clear, and then you kind of it, it sway said, off. Yeah, I was thinking she's right. I was thinking it might be maybe you've got the thing set to automatically adjust. Ooh, I hope not. Yeah, kick it. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> I blame Shub Internet. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the an automatic uh, adjustment. The, the DMing thing. It, uh, it well, even if it's not in person, uh, remote is getting uh, is getting easier and easier, and there's more and more toys to play with. So I hope that works out for you too. Mm. My God, do you remember when we first started our podcast? And it was like, oh my God, people are. I mean. We were pioneers, and we didn't even know it. Now it's like everybody's like, "Oh, oh yeah, of course we're on Skype or Twitch or whatever." Well, now they're using you know uh, cartoon faces and green screens, so you know we've been we've been passed by jets. No, oh, I know, but the point no, is, we're classic podcasting. Yeah, we are exactly. We're vintage. <laughs> we, we don't are need vintage. we don't need whistles and bells because we're classic. Like the guys on YouTube with the virtual gaming table. Yeah, I mean, I tried that myself. I've tried that myself, and you know what? It turns out to be harder. I would have thought so. It's more a lot more setup, I'm sure. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! I mean, the fact that we're the fact that we get to do uh, theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. I used to think, boy, we're really missing out on all these cool toys where you can got a map and you've got the minis that, you, that you can do. And move the minis around on the map. You got Roll Twenty. You got Fantasy Grounds. You got Tabletop Simulator. And then I tried it. <laughs> I tried Tabletop Simulator and I tried Roll Twenty, and mm. I spent more time just coming up with visuals and fitting them into the program and making what. And I'm thinking, why am I? It's like, no, not as user friendly as it could have been, huh? Well, I mean, you know, user friendly or not, even if it was the uh, even if it was uh, um, uh, an actual live game at a table where you wanted to put down some kind of map, if you're not doing theater of the mind, you've got to come up with the map. And not just for this particular store or that particular location or, the, or you know, depending on where the party goes, you got to come up with, hopefully, you've got to come up with something uh, that they can look at, um, especially if it's a combat. So, you know... It is more work, actually, to to do it the, uh, the 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 new digital way in some ways. So, mm. 
just doing it uh, just doing it on Zoom or Skype or uh, or Discord uh, is not a bad start, and uh, I hope that works out for you too. Because what the hell? Like I said, the things that matter and uh, are fun are going to be around, and uh, I hope you're able to indulge in them. And thank you very much again for writing in and writing in write in again. Yep. Uh, as you as you catch up with the episodes that you missed uh, uh, and comment on anything or questions and anything. bad jokes, I'm always looking to build my bad joke repertoire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's why they keep me around. <laughs> send, <laughs> Pretty send much. Some of the, some of them <laughs> so uh, so thank you very very much again, Undel Sol. Um, there we are. There we have it. Feedback for this for this episode and. Uh, and I think we're supposed to roll for initiative, aren't we? Or have we? Oh, that's right. We're about to do something. Twelve. We Do are. I win? <laughs> you at, might have. <laughs> at at, at eight fifteen, we'll we'll uh, we'll now. Uh, I guess we'll now officially get into um, uh, the D and D portion of our festivities. Uh, okay, we'll, you got my uh, character sheet information. Uh, uh, not, for fifth level? not in oh, front I, of me. I see oh, okay. uh, your armor class is 18. Uh, yeah. What were your hit points again? 40. 40? Damn. Ooh. Okay, cool. I, I rolled a 7 last night. Excellent. So, what? Uh, How do I have 52? 52? Uh, we have an, an, an additional... Is it is an additional 8 or an additional max hit dice worth because of the, of the hero's fees? I forget. I oh, no, too. I'll, uh, th- th- this is my nor- normal. I, I, oh, the max hit point is over here. Okay, I'm looking at all these all these sheets that Adam filled out for me. He's such a good person. Thank you. Is Heroes Feast still uh, active? Heroes Feast is still active. So uh, wow. And also, I, I mentioned to uh, I mentioned to Mr. K when he first got on that uh, you're leveling up. You're going from level four to level five. Uh, erased all damage that you took during the Scorpion thing, or uh, from any other damage. So, uh, whatever you kill me off last time is what I'm guessing. I failed to kill you. I tried so hard. Complete and utter permission to do me in, and you didn't. Who's got Heroes (laughs) Feast up in front of him? I haven't got it uh, looked up. I just put the uh, the, uh, the, uh, pertinent paragraph into the chat. Oh, there we go. Thank you. 2d10, maximum also increased by 2d10. Oh, well, then we had to roll it, and I have to remember what the roll was from the first time we did it seven years ago. I don't know. Yeah, he went up to fifty-two. I only went up by seven. Oh, well, this is. Oh, I'm looking at P P H B points. Player, you're looking at player players' hand. What does it say? Your uh, your art, your uh, hit point maximum is. Well, if, if I go, if I look at the very first page, there's many pages, and I didn't yeah, get a chance to print it out. M- maximum hit point is thirty-eight. But okay, if I 38. roll to page three. Let's two. go with the. If you roll to page what? Page two. Okay. There's lots of little print, and it says hit points dot php fifty two. Plus well, player's that's handbook. Page. That's a page. Oh, oh page. Oh, that's a page. Look at a pages. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> that's a player's handbook. I don't page have fifty two hit points. I only got thirty eight. I'm doomed. <laughs> no, well, actually, because of the hero's feast, let's just go with an average and call it uh, uh, plus ten on everybody. I heard okay. eleventy billion. Did you guys hear eleventy billion? I think I we're did. good. 
<laughs> so, uh, so for tonight, anyway, 48 hit points for Argante, 48 Yay. hit points for Bone Steel, Crothu. That means something uh, ugly Crothu, is coming at us, makes, doesn't it? That makes Crothu's 41 with Heroes Feast. 41? Hey. Yeah. Okay. It, it, I, had, I had originally had 39, so I think I'd, I'd rolled 8 on that. But if you want to okay. give us a, a full 10, I will happily take it. Yeah. What horrible evil thing are you about to throw at us? What's dropping out down off the ceiling? Yes, I'm I am wise to your ways, Anna. The lurker above. <laughs> mm. With drippy fangs and stuff, right? If we need ten extra hit I points. think there's there's like things in it, but it like mainly wraps around you and and, and, and eats you that way. Oh like the thing from <laughs> Alien though that locks onto your face and lays its eggs in your in your lungs? Except it's the size of the entire ceiling, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. I don't know if they've actually studied that out for for Pi yet, but uh, if, if somebody if, must if have, it has it certainly. Well, let's let me look it up. <laughs> oh, gee, don't look it up. I don't want to know about it. Well, <laughs> Mister K is looking it up. Argante. <laughs> All those spells uh, that uh, that uh, that are printed out on your uh, well, the spell names anyway that are printed out on that last page for you. Yeah. Those were arbitrary choices. That uh, that you can change. The only reason they're there is because I remembered some that you had, and figured, what the hell? She's not here to select them. I'm, I've got to get this form filled out. With essentially, my choices should not be your choices. So, um, if you uh, if you get hold of a list of bard spells, right for third level for uh, for for. Uh, yeah, I mean the, that last page shows you pretty much what you can have. You got, uh, you got. Um, what the hell do you have here? You got spell slots for uh, for first, second, and third level spells. So yes. now that you're level five, you can uh, you have four spell slots that you can use size one spells in. Uh, right. You got three spell slots for uh, size two spells, but you can only know two size two spells. And I only have two level two spells. Present, yeah, and uh, and um, two spell slots for uh, size three spells. <clears throat> and uh, those those uh, the size three and the size two, I think. I know you had shatter already. Hmm. Um, and you had blindness, deafness. I remembered that, so I stuck those in there. And you can change those. You can change that, just swap them out for something else. If oh, you don't really? Like those. Yeah. Oh, each each time you can just you can. Re- I thought you once you got them, you had to keep them forever. I don't oh. think so. I think when you level up, you have the opportunity to swap them out. Oh, though I have to say, Shatter's been pretty useful. Shatter's um, pretty kick-ass. And I remembered you were you were uh, hoping that you you could get hold of us uh, or make use of Stinking Cloud, so I stuck that one in there. <laughs> and and so I'm looking at the third levels now. A tiny hut, tiny well, hut. You can hide hide in the tiny hut. Is that what that's about? Liaman's um, tiny hut is is uh, um, can and would come in very handy. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's like a force field, right? <laughs> Pretty Nine much. creatures of medium size or smaller. What do you all give me to hide inside the hut? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised that our grandpa would charge admission for the safety of her party? Thank Whatever. Is there, there's only so much room in here, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like that tent in Harry Potter, you know? 
you can just wander around in, in the hut. It's so funny. Thank yeah. you, Adam, for picking these wonderful spells for me. Well, it's, it, this, is, this is the thing. I shouldn't be the one picking them, so... I'll, pr- I'll pretend that I channeled my inner Adam, and that's what I came up with. Can I ask one, one question that I shouldn't ask, but I'm going to anyway, and you guys are going to slap your heads in disgust at me? I doubt um, it. Did we, are we still using the shrink wand and the grow wand, or did that all happen? We finished with those, I think. Okay, so we don't need the shrink. Actually, we are, we are finished with those because we had to sacrifice the ones in order to get to, to open something or other to get... Uh, okay, because I missed that. I missed the whole battle with the, with the skittery... Oh, that's right. You weren't here no, for when I, I tried to kill your character. Yes, yes. And we you tried didn't so me, hard. You used up my wand. Fine. So well, I no when, longer have any shrinky grow wands. No, essentially the situation was uh, the the in order to activate the lever, um, the lever that was in that circular room you were in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, you had to uh, kill off. Uh, you had to kill off two giant scorpions up above. Right. To get to a tiny lever, you throw that. <laughs> It was like Alice in Wonderland gone mad. That was really, really fun. I wish. I'm so sorry I missed it. I really, really am. Fortunately <laughs> for you and all listeners, it's it's going to be up online, or, or by now it already is online, in yeah. audio form. Anyway. <laughs> but you know how terrible I am about catching up because I'm a bad person. But anyway, thank you well, for that. It's even harder when I don't I post it. I won't claim to use a shrinky wand on the monster because I don't got one. So never mind. No, they had to be sacrificed in order to make the, the, the elevator lever uh, activated. Yep. So okay. the, the, uh, the, the lurker above has not been officially translated into 5e yet. Although looking it up did remind me also of the trapper, which is the same thing, but it's the floor. Right. I posted an article in the chat that people can peruse at, at their leisure as far as those go. But uh, yeah, first edition had some. I mean, I mean, first edition also gave us the the uh, the 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 uh, mimic, as you all may re- remember from the. I, th- I think from the uh, the uh, crisp mask episode. Ah, okay. So yeah, first edition had all kinds of fun with. That kind of stuff. Anyway, he'll one of them. <laughs> right, I remember that the rug thingy. Right? No, the, that wasn't the mimic. The, the mimic was the, no, chest. the uh, oh the mimic. Oh the mimic. I was still, I was hung up on the carpet that tried to eat us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's been so much, you know, and yet still no dragon snails. What's up with that? <laughs> Don't give him ideas. What, 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 you know, I want a rematch with those freaking ass dragon snails. That's all I have to say. I'm still very bitter about that. <laughs> I know that that was Andros's game. I don't care. <laughs> almost killed a stone dead, and they were snails. Snails. Oh anyway, they were, they were snails the size of a Volkswagen. That's not that big. Volkswagens are not that bloody big, and they're a snail. Shouldn't have been that bad, but it was. Anyway, I don't know. Was it the size of a Volkswagen Beetle or the size of a Volkswagen microbus? No, that the- would make a difference. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of in between. Yeah. Oh man, more like a uh, cabriolet. <laughs> uh, let's, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Let's. I'm. I. Okay, I, I have some questions issue. about about Uh-oh. my roguishness here. Because Ooh. very roguey, you're so roguey. I know yes, what the rogue. hell. With this level, he becomes kind of a badass. I'm, I'm. <laughs> I'm telling you, rogues get more and more deadly the higher in levels they they go. They do. So this and uncanny slows. dodge, 
Yeah. I, I don't know how reactions work in 5e. Is that something I can just... They hit you. I'm going to uncannily dodge. And cut the damage in half, whatever da- yeah. that damage is. And that's... Yep. It, there's no penalty? I don't have to... Oh, okay, you forfeit your action this... Well, well, no, you, 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 forfeit, you forfeit another reaction. If a guy does hits you oh, okay. and does yeah. damage and you cut it in half and he decides to run a, away from you, you can't use your reaction to do uh, an attack of opportunity because that right. would, would have been your reaction. I you also know. like the thing in sneak attack. You don't need to roll with disadvantage if this, 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 and you don't have disadvantage. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you don't have disadvantage, you wouldn't. Roll with well, you don't need advent. You don't need need advantage on the roll if you got an ally up up in the other guy's face. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, the other thing about that is now instead of two d six sneak it's attack three. bonus, it's three. Right, it's stabity stabity stabity. Yep. And then you get to Cuddy and uh, and uh, Frothu who are who on their uh, attack actions can attack twice now. Yep. I know, but you guys were always badass. This is new for me. I'm reveling in my... <laughs> this is bad, badassery. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention stunning strike. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then we, we, we only have all of our other oh, right, reminds bonus me. actions, Crothu. too. We only have so many key points, though. So. Yeah. Well, crothu has got some extra there. But uh, the, um, uh, the, the key save DC for Cuddy, it used to be 13, I think. What is it now? For, for stunning? Uh, it's, um, a constitution. Um, let me see. 8 plus proficiency plus wisdom. The proficiency, our, our, our key DCs, uh, our, 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 our key DCs go up by 1 because of the proficiency. So that makes mine a 14. So it's 8 plus proficiency plus wisdom. And Anim, I apologize. I, although not, I only half-heartedly apologize because the the DM was asleep at the wheel because you didn't notice either. So, well, but oh, still, what happened? Yeah, there's a lot have, of stuff I missed in the last. We, game. we we have no. I mean, overall, I've been just sort of using the comlink thing willy-nilly. Oh, I'm wherever the hell I am, whereas everybody else is way down in the depths of the building, but. Wheelie, it is only a 200-foot range. I probably shouldn't have been able to uh, be in contact with them a few, a few well, times. In our- to, to make the uh, an old first edition joke, those are probably outdoor feet rather than indoor feet. <laughs> I like it. You're also using friend's telepathy as a boost. So, you know, it, it okay. heightens it. I'll take it. What I want to know is who the hell is carrying this 81-pound sack of crap for me. I need, I need like a gnome or somebody to carry my bag of stuff, please. What's the uh, bag of holding? No, no. Well, that's something different. No, I'm looking at, I'm looking at apparently all of my, all of my gear, like my leather and my shield and dagger and rapier, backpack, blah 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 blah. And it adds up to eighty-one freaking pounds. No, I'm gonna walk around in like a g-string, and I'm gonna have, I don't know, a sharpened <laughs> toothpick and a cup. And that's it. Oh, and, and my, my musical instruments. Other than that, I'm carrying nothing. So, <laughs> okay, Red Sonia. Uh, I, have, I have friends who are putting stuff in storage, and it occurred to me that we really, with the bag of holding, if you ever tried to actually reach in and find some, I You'd would be rummaging it. a yeah, long time. Wait, where the hell is it? I know we put it in here. Where the hell? Oh, get that big thing out of the way. I can't even see. The <laughs> oh, I don't remember there. half the stuff that should be in there since you we guys started. We have so much stuff. <laughs> I know. 
It's great. No hirelings. Nikki, you got a pen or a pencil in hand? Yeah. Yeah, write down one pound bag of fake jewels. I forgot that from everybody's show. <laughs> well, I'm keeping that. <laughs> that was the thing. I, I, I half remembered that there was something else in that stupid bag with the two garbage wine jars. Oh, that's so funny. And it was that. It was a pound of uh, a pound of fake jewels. Pound of fake jewels. Thank you. And no Thank doubt you. there's you know a dozen or so other th- tiny little things that you picked, like a business card from Zodiac uh, <laughs> Splendor or something. You know, little stuff. Perfect. I was going to try breaking it all out to everybody's sheet, and I thought I, I you know I can't separate all this out. I'm just going to put it for everybody to see, so everybody knows what everybody has. Uh, so far as I can remember, I also uh, couldn't for the life of me. Uh, um, tally up what everybody's gold is so I just put you all at a thousand gold because mm-hmm. it's, it's got to be very close to what the party would have anyway we got a lot because we never get to go shopping because we're always off killing things there's that too yeah you're busy people we are and speaking of which speaking of which uh, so the summation I do this for the benefit of Nikki not the listeners or anyone else or even myself <laughs> Thank you for it. <laughs> Most welcome. After you guys had shrunk yourselves down and came to the end of that small shaft, uh, halfway up the elevator shaft, um, the one-foot square thing, and uh, discovered that there was a giant scorpion, scorpion at the end of it, uh, we called the game at that point. And then when we picked it up, it was combat time with a giant scorpion, uh, only to discover um, that uh, Bone Steel was unable to get the amulet off its head. Uh, it was a little bit tougher than it might have been expected, but not all that tough because you guys made short work of it and the other <laughs> giant scorpion right behind it. So my two killer badass monsters that we were really going to give you guys a run for the money uh, ended up uh, ended up Crab Rangoon, um, and you ended up with the with, you ended up with the amulets anyway. I called dibs on one. And uh, Cuddy now has one in his possession. If somebody else wants to lay claim to the other, that's fine. Uh, consider it a memento of the occasion. Mm. Um, it's I think in the bag actually, of holding. I think, yeah, it can either go in the bag of holding, or I think the last person that had uh, had one in his hands uh, before Cuddy claimed one was cut, was uh, Crowthu. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds like something the monks would have. Yep. Go on. So inside the little the, the little three foot by three foot by four foot uh, stone enclosure where the two giant scorpions were, who of course weren't giant scorpions, but you guys were shrunk down, uh, was a tiny little lever um, that uh, that you threw, and it went click, bang, boom, things went uh, rolling around and making noise, and it ended up uh, ended up activating the switch below, and you discovered. Uh, when you went down the back down the rope and looked at the switch below, that uh, it needed uh, to have uh, both of the wands inserted into uh, small holes at its base in order to make it usable. Uh, so you guys re-enlarged yourselves through the switch. It activated the platform uh, that which started going up. Everybody got on it, and you rode it away from that stupid little funhouse underneath uh, the Hospinger estate until you got almost to that first room you uh, hit when you had your little uh, meet-up with Hospinger, his illusion anyway. Almost that high, uh, stopped at 20 feet before it and revealed a door. You went through the door, and uh, 
uh, discovered that uh, behind that was a hallway, and at the end of that was another door, and inside that was a very, very foolish young man named Tellerak, uh, who was trying to uh, get some lock boxes open because somehow he was under the impression that he was supposed to fool people into thinking he was bone steel in order to win uh, money and a contest. Uh, uh, informing him, well, f- um, after uh, Bone Steel, very, uh, very um, um, aggressively punched him dead in the face. Uh, <laughs> <Krothu> informed. <laughs> Sounding like Argante now. <laughs> I suppose. Um, uh, Krothu informed him that uh, pretty much the whole party, Krothu, everybody was telling him, uh, dipshit. They're going to cut your head off. We've got to get you out of here. No, there is no money. You didn't win a contest, blah, blah, blah. Which, uh, which you then did and t- tied rope. Um, uh, Bone Steel wearing the belt of Spider Climb, not boots of Spider Climb. I don't know where I came up with that. Hmm. What you originally got as a magic item that allowed you Spider Climb was a belt, not boots. I'm sorry, I messed that up. But that's what you got. Uh, using that, climbed up the side of the shaft, tied a rope. And uh, everybody climbed out of there, and and you had uh, rescued Tellerak, escaped from Hosfinger's silly little uh, uh, time-wasting trap, uh, into the daylight of uh, a 12 noon uh, behind the Hosfinger Estate Mansion. And that's the point that we reach now. Did I leave anything out that anybody thinks is pertinent? Hmm. So we have this yuck, this bozo with us. Yes. Uh, Tellerak, uh, yes, the Tellerak, Tellerak. Yes, that the, I believe uh, was the was the the well one of the points in which we were. Yes, he was the protege of Nelu of the Bright Plains, the bounty hunter that was training him up and uh, rescuing him was the milestone marker for you to reach level five, or at least getting him out of where he was. What you see uh, in in the in the pleasant daylight uh, are, uh, is, a, is a kind of a busy scene. Whereas before, it, was, it looked uh, entirely deserted, except uh, with the exception of those uh, uh, displacer beasts that you uh, dispatched the, just only, a night, only last night. Uh, what you see now, rather than a, an abandoned estate, are uh, servants running about, three or four of them, uh, moving quickly, bringing bringing trays out to a table, a genuine table, apparently. This one not summoned uh, as part of a spell, but pretty much, uh, well, a fine, real table just set out uh, for the purpose of them putting down uh, meal trays. And uh, they're they're nicely dressed uh, for servants, uh, rich, not gaudy, as the, as the phrase goes. Um, but uh, they're they're mum. They're keeping their heads down. They're moving quickly, and uh, it's they seem to be bringing out some kind of a brunch with uh, uh, juices and and uh, wines, ales, champagnes, but mostly juices and eggs and sausage and pancakes and breakfast things uh, to this big table um, out there in in the in the, the beginnings of the garden behind the Hospinger Estate Mansion. And uh, that's uh, 10, 15, 20, 25, about 25 feet away from you, right outside that little uh, busted-out gate um, entrance to, to the deep underground. 
uh, up there on the surface as you uh, squint in the sunlight is uh, is a table laid out with uh, ten places um, four of which are occupied right now and you see there seems to be an argument going on I'm going to go ahead and close my door significant echo coming from the other room there we go is this the hero's brunch to go with the hero's feast uh, well <laughs> it uh, you might uh, mistake it for one but it, it appears to be as real as any uh, anything else that uh, uh, is in the area and there's really no way to tell but uh, it doesn't have the same look that the hero's feast had it doesn't have the variety the richness and the um, mm. and the uh, the overall uh, magical, the aura. magical aura that <laughs> yes. exactly exactly that it just looks like real world food freshly prepared well prepared smells good but it's uh, it's a big breakfast uh, I was incorrect there are five people at the table or there appear to be five people at the table. And there's an argument going on. Um, just as you're uh, just as you're emerging into the sunlight. Now, look. Oh, wait, look, look at this. Look at this. You've been arguing with me. You've been arguing with, arguing with me for so long that they're already out. I don't have time for this. I thought we settled. Look, we settled. We settled. You guys are going to do this thing. And uh, I, I don't have time to hang around and 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 dicker and and and, uh, and bargain and all the rest of that stuff. You 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 take what they got. They got all kinds of armor. They got all kinds of gold. There's some magicy stuff there. I'm positive there's some magicy stuff there that they got. And uh, you know, that's your payment. I ain't, I ain't gonna discuss fees. They got plenty. Don't worry about it. And uh, what the the people that uh, um, obviously that was the that was the voice of Hospinger, or at least the image of Hospinger, who appears to be uh, just as real as he was the first time you saw him, but uh, that didn't mean anything then either. <clears throat> and uh, sitting at the table and chowing down on this breakfast are four very large, very dangerous-looking people. Uh, they're very elaborately dressed uh, in in a variety of armors. Uh, some some uh, look like they were fashioned very expertly of, of uh, bamboo and fur. Uh, some is uh, some are, are uh, multiple pads of leather. Most of them are in kind of a stylistic, almost theatrical bondage sadomasochistic straps across the chest and around the waist uh, and uh, with a kind of um, almost kind of a, a sparkly circus flare to them and uh, they're, they're wildly they're wildly different uh, looks although they're all built like no better phrase to put it they're all built like brick shit houses. Mm. They look like they could snap this whole table over their knees. They're just huge, <coughs> huge guys, probably about uh, between 6'6 six, six and 7 feet. But they're human, or human 
close to human. <laughs> All four of them. Uh, one, the one there's uh, three uh, uh, men and one uh, one woman among them. And the woman apparently is the one that's arguing with uh, with uh, Hospinger. They don't seem to be paying much attention to the fact that you just emerged from uh, the underground, and uh, uh, the woman just glances over in your direction while she's waving a spoon around, uh, dripping uh, scrambled eggs off onto her plate. You don't understand, Hasbinger. We're not used to this kind of fighting. We're not used to doing this kind of grunt work. We work for crowds. We work, we work, and our magic is performed. Our brute strength is displayed to thousands. That is what we are used to, and we work for a fee. <laughs> and he's just waving his uh, waving his hand and, and, and sitting back in the chair and saying, I, Look, I gotta go. I got set up to make... You know what the deal is. You take their stuff, all of it, whatever they get on them. I want Bone Steel alive because I'm going to save my friend Kroonthaw some uh, some 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 dough, so he doesn't have to pay to have him resurrected. So take Bone Steel alive if you can, and the kid. You know, the kid I kind of need alive. He's got to struggle a little bit before I cut his head off. So you take Bone Steel alive. You take the kid alive so that we can do him up uh, uh, at the execution a couple of hours from now. So get them two ready. Uh, you can kill kill all the rest. I don't care. <laughs> While I care. Arcante leans into the others and says, I've got three candy cane charges left. I think we can take them before the pancakes get cold. <laughs> I have eight, and I learned some new things from from my understanding of <laughs> of my scrolls. <laughs> right, you take point. <laughs> I was just going to try and sneak up on him and whisper in his ear, Hospinger, sort off. And then we'd find out whether he was real. <laughs> he's uh, he's he, facing us, isn't he? Uh, is is uh, Bone Steel going to just um, approach Hospinger and do that very thing? That's perfectly fine. You want to do that? Is, is Hospinger's back to us, or is he facing no, us? He, like, no, he saw, he saw that you came out. Oh, okay. uh, they're on the opposite side of the table. The table is uh, is, is not, uh, uh, it's not okay. perpendicular to you. It's like uh, width-wise um, uh -huh. facing okay. you. Uh, so, they can yeah, all you, see us, yeah. If okay, Bone so, Steel is right okay. up close to him and whispers... Uh, Sought off, um, Hospinger's illusion will turn in your direction, uh, almost but not quite appear to make some kind of eye contact and just say, Oh, yeah, listen, hey, I, I could have sent the body, it might have been more convenient, but you know what? I figure I'll make a closer friend to somebody who did me a favor, and uh, uh, hey, all the rest of you, listen, I know you didn't eat unless you boiled up some scorpion. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, so uh, I don't want to deny you your last meal. Go ahead, sit down, chow down, have a good time with these folks before they kill you, and uh, you know, bon appetit. But I gotta run because I gotta set up this uh, execution ceremony. Um, it's been nice knowing you. Actually, I don't know much. Ed. I don't know. Like, I don't know you guys. That's just something folks say when they get well. Bye. Sweet. And he zips. Oh, he he okay. uh, yeah. He, uh, you have fun with that zips out of uh, existence from the uh, leaving an empty chair and uh, you see these four immensely uh, immensely large elaborately dressed obviously built 
warriors shaking their heads, leaning back, eyeing you guys up and down, and uh, continuing to eat breakfast. Yep. There is that. I sit down at the end of the table and I start I start digging in. Yep. What do they got? Oh, well, I would uh, say those warriors over there clearly are vegetarians. There's there's hash brown, there's hash browns, there's uh there's uh, scrambled eggs, there's soft boiled eggs. Um there's some kind of a, a fruit cup dish. Uh there's um uh, ale, wine, uh orange juice, raspberry juice, grape juice. Uh, everything relatively cold. Apparently, uh, apparently they make use of cold spells in order to chill stuff up when it needs to be. So uh, I've got, uh, yeah, I got Crowthu at the end of the table. Bone Steel, uh, if you'd care, do you want to sit down or, or what do you? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, you, you take. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just gonna I'm gonna grab some load up on eggs and hash browns and some bacon and some just you know. I missed out on the last. Heroes feast, so I'm gonna go ahead and. There you go. So you uh, you you set yourself down in the chair that Hospinger was in because uh, he obviously wasn't there and doesn't appear to be there now. So uh, you're at the opposite end of the table from Crowthu. What is uh, what is everybody? Telerac, who is extremely uh, is is hungry because they didn't bring him his breakfast uh, uh, today. Uh, w- uh, wanders over to the table and sits near Crowthu. Uh, Argante, uh, yep, Cuddy. I'll sit down in the center. Rogar's gonna sit down next, uh, next to, um, well, uh, diagonally from, uh, Bone Steel. Argante's right there next, next to Teller. Right? this room, yeah. Okay. Well, I got you between, uh, I got you between Rogar and, uh, Argante. Oh, okay. That's fine. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a full table. And, uh, and there's there seem to be a kind of a, a weird air of joviality, because these folks actually uh, uh, don't uh, don't usually uh, eat this well around this time of the day. Usually they're waking up in a kind of a stupor after a long night's drinking. I will say that whatever else I might have to say about Hospinger, he does set a good table. Agreed. Isn't that the truth? Yes, but he still manages to be a jackass. Oh. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I don't know how his poor wife puts up with him. He is such a... He is a schnook of the first degree. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, yeah, she stuffs a, a couple of forkfuls of hash browns into her face. Uh, I am Eva. I am Eva Morikova. And she swings an arm up into the air, uh, uh, flinging the... Uh, doing a, a flourish with the hand as if she's riding a show horse of some kind. Uh, and then puts her arms down and continues eating. Mm. A little further down the table. Um, Morbo. I am Morbo. That's uh, the fellow next to him. I'm Patch. You can call me Patch. Patch Coom. Mm. I fight hard. I fight well. I put on a good show. I kill. Yeah, you know, people pay to see kill. So I kill. The fourth uh, just continues eating with his head down. Hasn't quite learned the uh, showbiz uh, flair or flourish or confidence that a performer normally would have. Perhaps he's the newest in the group. I look at him and around a mouthful of food. I like your style, mate. 
He looks briefly in your direction and glances quickly back down at his plate, jabs a knife into a length of sausage. They refer to us as uh, the Queen Kong's Killer Quartet. (laughs) Normally we perform in arenas or circuses, uh, usually in matches to the death. We've been Sorry. working our way across the continent, but Hospinger, Hospinger promises that uh, this was a job that would pay very well. I guess it will depend on what we take off your bodies. <laughs> hmm. Perhaps. Have you heard of the Western Temple from the next uh, the next continent over? Ah, uh, we were we were in that continent, many many places on all the continents, but I have not heard of that one. No, the Western Temple. It no longer exists. I am one of the few survivors. Oh, I am so sorry to be the destructive force behind the last of your line. We'll see how that goes. Yes, it will be most uh, it will be most unpleasant, but I'm afraid necessary because we are all very low on funds. Uh, the circus has not done very well, and uh, well, they had to let us go, and not enough people wanted to see God spilled in front of them with their children. <laughs> oh, very presumptive, aren't you? Well, we can we can do quite well, but it will be sad. But uh, I'm afraid the outcome is going to be uh, you captured alive, and uh, of course the young man brought to have his head chopped off, and the rest of you dead. Could you could you please pass the marmalade? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> not not even an audience here. I know it's. It's so discouraging. It's off-putting. Usually we like to perform and stab uh, uh, to the cheers of crowds, but this will not happen this morning. I suddenly hope you folks are loaded. You know, if I, if I could at all help, I am a bard. I could hum a jaunty little tune while you attempt to kill us. <laughs> Morbo and Patch both look up with wide smiles on their faces and just look at you and lean back as they're as they're chewing on uh, as they're chewing on some kind of a jerky our, item. Our god face smiles and back and and holds up her, her juice glass at them. Salute. Is she gonna sing? She says she was gonna sing. I like to hear a song. She smiles and takes a little sip. <laughs> I don't While know that. Distracting. Part. I might try to pick Ava's pocket just because, just to get that smug. Went that way. Is it Ava or is it uh, what's the? Yeah, Eva is closest to you. Yeah. She's diagonally uh, at the table with you. Uh, yeah. And that I've means uh, if your hands are under the table, I would say roll with advantage on that. All right, sweet. Okay, let me check my skills here. I think you, for, for fuck's sake, you've got a plus ten <laughs> on your, on your <laughs> sleight of hand. Well, it asked, you know, it, it asked for, for variation. When I was filling, when I was doing using the form and filling out the thing, it asks for selected uh, skill increases. And uh, I was trying to, I don't know, I was trying to go as close to what I thought you might want, and I know dexterity was something that you liked to make use of, so I selected that. And when it came up with the results, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I didn't do the math, it did, so. Yeah. 
So what'd you get? Uh, first result. I don't need the advantage. I just rolled a natural 20. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, do me a favor. Roll, uh, roll 3d20 and add up the result. Okay. Is it matters, plus 10, that would be 30. Okay, that's 5. Okay, 15. You said 3d20, right? Mm-hmm. 26 total. Add 26 gold that you found inside the pouch that you deftly nicked off the side of Eva, even... As she was, uh, even as she was spreading the marmalade on a piece of toast. Okay, I just nonchalantly go back to my seat. Oh no, I didn't have to get out of my you seat. You didn't have I to get up. You're sitting right next to me. Okay, never mind. Then I'll just keep this under the table and go back to eating my food nonchalantly. Each of these, uh, each of these um, uh, massive uh, performing warriors uh, has a uh, heavy shield, pill-shaped, uh, about half their height. Um, and uh, and each has uh, two spears strapped to his or her back, and as I said, a variety of uh, effective but very uh, garish armor, and they uh, they appear to be uh, they appear to be mopping up pretty much anything that the servants had brought out, and the mm. door to the kitchen to the back of the place has already uh, clanked shut, and there doesn't appear to be any more food coming out, so. Well, you know, I I say table hard. You know, I don't think you were told the truth. We really are not loaded. And look at this. You have much better equipment than we do. I think I think that someone is trying to lead both of us down the old um, primrose path there. Yeah, Morbo and Pat seem uh, 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 their eyebrows scrunch, mm. and uh, and they kind of scowl in your direction and start glancing around the table. Um, Skipo just continues eating and says nothing, keeps staring at his plate, but does start breathing a little bit heavier mm-hmm. and tensing up. Eva um, kind of squints her eyes in your direction and says, "Really." You, you, you say <clears throat> you say you don't uh, you don't have uh, the kind of gold that Husbinger said you had. No. Well, Back we were we we came up. We expected Husbinger to pay us when we got out here. Mm-hmm. Pay you for what? For getting this guy out. Oh, yes, he told us that was a birthday present for his wife, the Lady Husbanger. <laughs> she was apparently watching the whole thing. Ah. I could have told him that we would put on a show for her that she would appreciate, but now he said it was a special birthday gift that was uh, uh, meant to entertain her and to um, uh, delay... Whatever it was you folks were doing, I don't know what it was. Firstly, I don't care. You can prove to all of us that you have no gold by emptying out uh, those sacks and pouches, those few sacks and pouches that you have around your belt. By the way, thank you, Andros, for the ambience. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh. here, here. Am I eating? 
Are you like that? Yes. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> Sorry, I was. I just got handed a ice cream. Ice cream. I figured as much. I just thought it was funny because we're around the oh, table. We're in here. <laughs> Works quite well. It is. No, uh, in fact, I think that Hospinger is the one who actually has cash. You know what we ought to do? We ought to team up and go find him. Mm. That's an idea. He owes us. Yeah, and he owes you too. I think maybe we're going to stick with our original intent. We don't know you. We have not laid eyes on you before. Hasbinger has a reputation in this city for being an asshole. Yes. <laughs> you continue on your present course, you might find that your gold just slips right through your fingers. Well, that is a possibility, of course, but... Uh, once we get, and uh, you see that uh, her hand is moving, as you've reminded her of uh, of her financial situation, her hand yeah. moves to her gold pouch, which apparently isn't there anymore, and she stands quickly up from the table. He has a reputation as an asshole, but he also has a reputation as someone who pays well to those who do the jobs for him. What happened to my gold? She's looking under the table. She's looking uh, about her person. She knows where it was a moment ago, and then her eyes settle on you. Sorry, guys. I, I was totally in character, though. He's a cocky son of a bitch. Anyway, uh, not that, well, anyway. Perhaps it, I did I, jump out of line. I don't want to be one of those players, but anyway. Yeah, player. Wait, but wait, before you are a player, super quick question, Adam. I'm so sorry. I'm trying no to worries. get this table layout in my head. i have question for you guys, too. Who's, no worries. Who's, who's, who is... Who is uh, Argante facing or closest to of the bad guys? You are directly across the table from Patch. So he's, he's so the one that likes to kill for money. Right. No, I'm sorry. So okay, if we are we are on one side of the table. Right? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. You you uh, you got uh, Rogar across from Eva. You got uh, Cuddy across from Morbo. You're across from Patch and Telerac, who's uh, thoroughly confused, but. Uh, Telerac's uh, beside on me on the end. He's beside you on the end, and he is across from Skibo. Skibo, and, and then Cro- and Crothu is uh, Crothu is at that end of the table at, at the at the head Crothu or the foot or whatever. Across from Patch, and Skibo is the one that who was the one that wouldn't answer. Skibo is uh, is is uh, across from Telerac, who's sitting next to you. And he's the one that that was just grunting and eating. Yeah, he's the he's the. Um, doesn't the, talk much. The bone steals on one end of the table by Rogar and 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 Eva uh, and, Eva, and yep. Crowthru is on the other end by Telerac and Skibo. Precisely what you said. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. No worries. I'm in my head now. I, I had it slightly askew. No worries. So Eva is standing, um, standing, uh, standing up now, having kicked her chair back. Uh, uh, the chair fell back as she uh, stood up quickly and uh, pulls a spear off her back and points it at Cuddy. You, you can, um, you can empty your pouches and prove that you have no gold, and you, you are the thief you told us about. You are the thief we are to take alive. 
you can produce the gold that you must have taken from me. Okay, well, she slams her spear on the table. Okay, well, I... Okay. I was going... Okay. Um... I wanted to do something, but I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, so... Because I've already did something. I don't want to... Um... So I will just put it out there, and if anybody wants to not have this happen, then... I was thinking of upending the table. Uh... <laughs> a pretty big table for one person, though, isn't it? Well, well you, you're allowed to make a strength check on this if you'd like. I'm hoping that, uh, you know... If, well, if but how would you upend it? If you t- if you tried to go up and over, you would throw it at Crowthu, and if you tried to go sideways, you have four people sitting on it. You know what I mean? Well, they're not sitting on it. No, but they're sitting, their legs and all, they're wedged against it. It is a big, heavy dining table, but you're uh, welcome to roll a d20 and add your strength modifier. Or you are mighty. Well, I'm not mighty. I was just hoping that, but, uh, you know, some of my fellow party members are, and I was thinking maybe if I couldn't do it, they might, or if I they saw me trying to do it, they would assist because that provides good cover. Yeah, you can try to assist as soon as we notice what he's doing. Well, I think Rogar would probably uh, uh, read your body language. That's what I was thinking. And as well. Krothu could probably tell just from keeping an eye uh, uh, on the other end of the table as well. Yeah, but Krothu's which... probably not going to get involved in this. How <laughs> <laughs> it happens? Well, then Rogar will uh, will note that the, that is a sudden move that you would be likely to make, and uh, will uh, offer to assist. In which case, you would roll uh, at an advantage. Okay, and I have no idea how cover works in. D and D. I'm just, but uh, okay. Strength, I believe, is only plus one for me. So, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Yeah, Argante's got a different plan. Come on. <laughs> As I see the annoying look go down the table, though, I am picking up my plate. <laughs> Argante hey. notices that and sticks some fruit in her pocket. <laughs> First roll was a thirteen, so that'd be fourteen. The mm-hmm. other roll is. Now let's go with a 13. <laughs> the other okay. roll is a 3. And the sudden quick move, Bone Steel grabs hold of the uh, corner of the table to his uh, right with both hands round a leg, begins to lift, leaning to his left in order to tilt that table. Rogar uh, quickly helping. And between the two of you, um, you manage to uh, lift it about a foot, maybe a foot and a half off the floor, <laughs> and the juice. The eggs, the sausage, uh. the marmalade, anything else yes. that happened to be on the table goes yes. uh, spilling into the laps of Morbo Patch and Skiba. <laughs> yes! As Eva, as Eva takes one step back to keep from getting doused in breakfast, uh, her, uh, the rest of her killer quartet are suddenly wearing uh, the leftovers. Uh, oh, Steel, I didn't even get one of those blueberry muffins. <laughs> ah! They get up as quickly as Eva did, pull the spears off their backs, and now it is time to roll for initiative. Woohoo! It was worth it. It was worth it! (laughs) (laughs) Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, of course. (coughs) Ooh, 18 plus whatever my initiative bonus is. Oh, damn. Did I not roll for Rogar? Wait a minute. I didn't roll for Rogar. I can't pick up the stupid thing. I dropped it. There we go. There's that. Grothu's entire initiative roll with the bonus was six. Woo! Minus 12. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. (laughs) Grothu, six. 
But he's still okay. sitting in a chair with a plate of breakfast in his hand. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and uh, I'm going to. I'm just going to go in the right already. Roll for Talarak Argante. I rolled an eleven. I've got four initiatives, so a total of fifteen. Fifteen, Argante. It's fifteen. Okay. Uh, Cuddy. Twelve total. Twelve total. Okay, Rogar, I'm going to sadly, sadly roll to two. <laughs> well, he was helping me with the table. Mm. He was he was distracted. Um, and uh, Bone Steel. <laughs> 22, baby. <laughs> <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Diggity, he's the most happen. ready of all of us. Unfortunately, that's probably why Rogar was rolling a two, is because I kind of left him holding the table. <laughs> Well, you'll have that. Okay, shields are, uh, 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 spears are off their backs, uh, shields are off their backs, and uh, they're, they're, um, ste- they've stepped uh, away from the table, probably about five feet back. And, uh, and uh, I'm going to have them spread out just a little bit. Yeah. Marble and Patch are standing together, st- stepped back from the table five feet. Eva... Uh, stepped away from the table and is uh, five feet back diagonally, and Skipo, who uh, who wasn't uh, wasn't quite fast enough and and also got doused, doused with breakfast, has stepped back and off to one side. Uh, Bone Steel, you're up. Okay, um, who is the closest to me? Closest to you is Eva. And, and what is she? she is we- what is she wearing? Uh, she's wearing very much the same type of uh, circus garb, get-up, BDSM leather strap Why? What are you wearing? No, no, no. <laughs> because instead of trying to cause damage, for some reason I'm in a rather rascally mood today. I was thinking of of uh, trying to snip something that would, would cause... Dude, she's going to try and rip your head off. Kill her. She's, uh, she's, 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 wearing, uh, she's wearing fur armor in, uh, in uh, strategic places. Let's try to cut the fur armor. Give people here a show. Let's give them a show, <laughs> by God. So what are, you, what are you attempting to do? Um, I am trying to slice through her fur armor, not to cause damage as much as just to uh, cause it to, to reveal uh, a, a uh, malfunction. <laughs> yes, trying to create okay. a wardrobe malfunction. So you want to cr- uh, cut, cut to uh, cut to disrobe rather than injure. <laughs> yes. Okay. I won't even give you a disadvantage on that. We'll just call it a regular uh, a regular attack. I'm okay. assuming you're using uh, plus seven to hit. Apparently. On your rapier? Holy shit! All right. Well, so hit. Is he uh, close enough for pack tactic? Uh, there is no one adjacent to Eva just yet. Okay. Uh, total, that'd be a 16. Okay, that's going to move you in towards uh, Eva's uh, 16. Uh, she makes use of her reaction to parry your strike. Mm. Sweet! She parries a strike, adding a plus three to her armor class, meaning that your attack misses. Shit. Oh. All right, well. Worth a try. Yeah, I'm going to get a bonus for the rule of cool. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> nice try. 
she uh, she may have surmised that since you weren't going for a vital organ but uh, was heading towards the uh, straps that hold uh, the upper portions of her armor on she may have given you a sly wink <laughs> mm. but uh, it, it's the sly wink coming from uh, well it's a sly wink coming from whom you would expect to be a uh, champion Eastern European wrestling uh, Oh, I may be getting my ass kicked as a result of this. I'm fully, I'm fully aware. I'm just, uh, I'm. But she's quite pleased that they're going to take you alive because she'll have her own plans for you. Yes. Well, I felt the need to behave roguelike, which I have not done as much so and far. So you shall, and so you did. <laughs> well, you decorated half their party, more than half their party, <laughs> with food. So that was worth it all by itself. I just want to thank you for giving me an arena wherein I can do some fun stuff instead <laughs> of being in a room where it's like. Uh, all I can really do is attack because what's around you? Stone. Okay. Well, par- part of that is uh, realizing that, uh, yeah, you can attempt anything. And right. the other part of that is me uh, getting the stick out of my butt, relaxing and saying, <laughs> why the <laughs> fuck not? Let somebody do what they want to fucking do. Um, d- p- uh, put that in a book somewhere without my French. <laughs> anyway, so that was Bone Steel. Telerac is, uh, let's see. Five, ten, fifteen. Telerac's a twit. Telerac the twit, seeing things go pear-shaped. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five has uh, um, bolted away from the table and taken his full movement to uh, to um, uh, enter the uh, the opening that you guys came out of. Hmm. Uh, shoving, shoving the gate aside uh, uh, or, uh, quickly with a shoulder and readying a heavy crossbow. That let's see, he will aim at Skibo. Mm-hmm. And let's see if he does anything here. Was he carrying this crossbow the whole time? He had his own gear, yeah. He he oh. brought his own gear and clothing up with him, his bundled pack. You know. Oh cool, cool. You guys told him to get his shit together because they were leaving. Okay. Uh expect him to actually listen to us. And he <laughs> and he uh Oh, he hits. Yeah. Okay, what does that do? Damn, I didn't expect him to hit. Now I need a D10. (laughs) (laughs) So he's got a heavy crossbow, and that does what? 1D10 plus 4, 9 plus 4, 13 damage on Skibo. Poor little Skibo. All fun and games until Skibo is denied. Until Skibo takes an arrow to the the chest. Yeah. What did I say that was? 13, uh, 14. Did I say f- 13, right? 13 damage on Skibo, and he's going to stay put right where he is, taking advantage of uh, uh, half cover uh, in, in that little uh, that little slanted uh, basement access, uh, loading up another crossbolt. Skibo goes, Ow! which is the longest sentence he's uttered so far. Mm. <laughs> Next up is Eva. Is it Eva or Avina? It's Avina. Avina Morikova. Why am I calling her Eva? That's probably a nickname. Anyway, yeah, she uh, she's going to go ahead and try and um, uh, jab her spear into mm. bone steel. Mm. In order to do that, she's going to roll. How did she do that nifty parry thing? Can I do that? Is that one of my... Uh, th- this is a reaction. Uh, parry was a reaction that is unique to her class. 
Okay, damn it. All right, and I'm gonna uncannily. I'm gonna use my uncanny dodge. Well, she hasn't hit you yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing that faint thing where people start shouting out aspects before they even need them. Sorry. Okay, rolled a yeah. thing. <laughs> um, and you'll be delighted to know that she just rolled a natural one. Oh, okay. good. So the damage dice well, that I rolled I, with it are meaningless. I distracted da, 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 da. her. However, uh, this particular, um, this particular monster, as it, as it was pulled from the book, gets uh, gets uh, three melee attacks. Mm. So let's try it again. Okay, I'm going to guess that uh, a, a 19 does hit you. Hmm. So, four. six plus four is ten. She does uh, ten points of piercing damage. Uh, okay, having I, hit will, I will uncannily dodge. Or do I have to... Am I supposed, it doesn't say anything about saying that before you announce the damage, so I'm... Uh, I'm no, it's yours. You do it because you're that fast. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, Okay. so, so you, you just took, uh, what, five points of damage five instead points. of ten. Yeah. Mm. All right. So she uh, she sees that you're as much more nimble than she's used to dealing with because she's traveled the countryside and mostly done carnivals, fairs, circuses, and arenas. I'm used to dealing with multiple attackers at once. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Usually Sorry, Andre, I brawl with whole taverns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you know what, on the air, they just came out with the Princess Bride role-playing game. That's what, what I should... <laughs> <laughs> This group would be perfect for... Oh, okay. Yeah. On the air, we okay. have to wait. I'm guessing that a 10, her third attack, her third melee attack against you, she rolled a 10. That does not hit you. Not. And uh, that is her turn. She's going to stay right up close and personal with you. That was uh, that was uh, Evina or Eva. Next up is Morbo, who, uh, well, he, he decides that uh, he's going to go ahead and... Uh, jump over the table and uh, square off with Rogar. Uh, Rogar took a step back, took uh, a five-foot step back, which used to mean something in fourth edition, but doesn't particularly mean anything now. Um, but they're well away from the table, and now um, Morbo is squared off with Rogar, and he's going to go ahead and, go ahead and uh, swing his, both his uh, hands up in the air, holding his spear. For the benefit of crowd. What is the name of this town? It doesn't matter. Nobody's watching. Just kill the son of a bitch. <laughs> he rolls. Uh, 14. What is Rogar's armor class? Is 18. He misses on his first attack. Swings up. Swings that spear around uh, behind him and then does a quick poke behind his waist. Rolls an 8. That's 12. That misses again. And his third attack on uh, on Brogar. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Still misses. All three attacks against Rogar miss. This is going to be a long fucking fight. Oh my god, it's going to be a long fight. Anyway, that was... That was Morbo. Argante, you're next. Uh, so one, one has left the table because he's in front of Rogar now. Avina is also, she's left the table because she's attacking Bone Steel. Yeah, she stepped and back Skibo away. And Skibo is that, behind the table because the table's tipped over and he's lying low because he was stabbed. And Patch uh, is still Skibo, behind the table. Skibo took a st- uh, stepped away from the table on a diagonal. Took a bolt, uh, uh, took a, yeah, a crossbow bolt from Telerac. 
and uh, uh, Patch is uh, also behind the table. Kind of roughly in the places that they were before, though. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. You know, guys, eating that fast always gives you indigestion. Oh, and this might as well. And she heaves the stinking cloud at them. Stinking cloud. Do you have that? Do you have that in front of you? What does it say? It says, I create a 20-foot radius sphere of yellow nauseating gas centered on a point within the range, which would be Patch. And the cloud spreads around corners, and its area is heavily obscured, and the cloud lingers in the air for the duration of up to four rounds. And each creature that is completely within the cloud at the start of its turn must make a constitution saving throw against poison. On a failed save, the creature spends its action that turn retching and reeling. Okay. Creatures that don't need to breathe are immune. <laughs> if you uh, if oh, you center oh. that, if you center that, all in that range. Wait, no, wait, wait. Heroes feast. We're all immune to poison. We automatically succeed. <laughs> if you, if you uh, it's against poison damage. Uh, um, creatures that don't need to breathe or are immune to poison automatically succeed on this saving throw. And what is the amount of damage? I forgot. I don't think it's damaged. They, they, they just lose their They their have to take a, const, a constitution throw trying to save against poison. And if they fail on that save, they spend its action retching and reeling. They can't fight. It's in the chat. Okay. Okay, crap. I don't know that I... I don't it also makes the area heavily obscured, so we could sneak away if we wanted to. <laughs> My concern is I don't remember. I don't know whether I ate anything at the Heroes Feast. I know I didn't at first because I was like, I don't. You were I hesitant. Thought, I thought everybody did, did. didn't they? Okay. I think that you finally did. Okay. Oh well, then do I get extra? Because I thought that's how did. we got extra fit. I thought that's how we all got extra. Yeah. Hit. So that's because yeah. I, I don't have extra hit points, right? Okay. I thought that's Adam the result. Said we of all it. got plus ten. That's the result of it. On a failed save, the creature spent its action that turn retching and reeling. Okay. That's what I needed to know. And yes, uh, Bone Steel, you did partake of the feast. Okay, then I have more hit points than I thought, I think, because the 38 that's listed here is the level increase. I had I you down for 48 hit points at the current oh. time. Okay, well, well hell. Let me update this then. Unless you, uh, wait a minute, did you take it? You took five uh, points of damage, so you're down to 43, I guess. Right, so. I just need to fix this because I have it down to 33. Now it's down to 43. Which is okay because that's more than I thought I had when I started anyway. It's a hot diddly damn. Okay. All right. So uh, let's see. That was... Oh. Uh, let's and how many here? I don't have hero points on my sheet. Sorry, guys. I don't have any hero points on my sheet. So how many do we start with? I'll have to look that up. Okay. Well, then I just won't use any for now. Why would well, you it's gotta be it's gotta be five at least. Okay. Okay. Call it, I don't know. Call it six, I guess. Wait a minute. I forgot how many I started getting. Do they do they go over from previous? I mean, no, they don't. They, they don't stack after you level up. No. Okay, so I it's lost your, your level plus. Anyway, it's your level plus. Um, It's not level plus proficiency, is it? I'll find the I'll find the page that I set up to tell me stuff like this. Why do uh, we need hero points right now? Because they can add one d six to your action if you want. It, it helps in combat, and we're in combat right now, so it's just. It, 
Well, if the cloud works, they're gasping, and we could tie them up and run away. That's true, but <laughs> if you want to ensure it works, you might... I don't have any points involved with it. it, it they have to roll to save themselves. Down page. Let's do a search. Let's just... Uh... Stuff. Well, I don't want to hold up the game with this. I just, if you knew offhand, I would, but let's... Uh, I don't have a lot of stuff that I used to have memorized, still memorized. Okay. Well, I know at first level we have, we started with five, so... Character starts with five hero points at first level. Each time the character gains a level, he or she... <sighs> Jesus Christ. It's in the DMG, right? He or she loses any unspent hero points and gains a new total equal to 5 plus half the character's level. Okay, Each so time seven. the character gains a level, he or she loses no, uh, any unspent hero points and gains a new total equal to 5 plus half the character's level. Half your level is, uh, let's round down to 2, 7. You have 7 yes. hero points. Okay. okay. Alright, back to our story. Sorry. <laughs> bring this thing back up. Let me bring this back up. I think. Oh no, it was those two sheets. <laughs> Nikki! What? Sorry I called you Nikki. Oh, sorry. Argante. I'm sorry I answered. Who? <laughs> Casting your hands out. <laughs> I'm going to be away from We're living in a Marx Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be away from a moment. i got to go close windows. I hear thunder outside, so I'll be right back. Hope no it's worries, not a stinking absolutely. cloud. <laughs> casting, out, uh, casting your hands out uh, quickly and uh, muttering a few words. Um, wugga, 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 wugga. Disgusting, <laughs> thick, yellow, brackish kind of fog starts emanating in the area centered on Patch um, and spreading outwards rather quickly in a 20-foot radius. Uh, the rest of your party with the, uh, well... Well, Telerac's doomed, but too bad for him. We couldn't like him anyway. Telerac is outside the range of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. He is 40 feet away from uh, the center of it. So he's, Oh! He's okay. He's, uh, yeah, he's back uh, away from the cloud, and it must have, um, it may have startled him a little bit, but it did worse than that to the rest of them. They uh, they are now uh, coughing, retching, and... Uh, oh, Bard Mobius said that would work, and I didn't believe him. Wow! That's disgusting! Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> look a little bit green around the gills, to be honest. And, uh, and uh, is there anything else that you would like to do? Would you like to uh, recite a limerick, sing a song, or anything to uh, offer? <laughs> That's your bonus action. You, have, you still have your uh, bardic inspiration and your, uh, and your combat uh, inspiration. Oh, oh, bugger. I wish that I'd... I'd oh. No, I'm so sorry I failed you. I don't have a good poem ready to go. You can you have a house. Absolutely, Bob's oh. the way. I have to have a song or a poem or anything. Rose are red, violets are blue. This cloud sure stinks, and now you do too. Bone <laughs> <laughs> still, you could have been a bard. Well done. <laughs> I am Ozymandias, king of kings. Look upon my works, he mighty in despair. 
<laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> he got the ridiculous, the, the sublime, the ridiculous. <laughs> the ridiculous. <laughs> You're surrounded by inspiration. It's amazing. So, uh, yes, absolutely, exactly what Bone Steel said and, and Crozo and Cuddy. Um, so if you'd like, it's up to you. You don't have to make use of it. I'm afraid I can't. I'm sorry. My brain is mush right now. I apologize. I'm sorry, guys. No worries. I still have got his gloom, despair, and agony on me. That's, that's good. That's <laughs> Deep, dark depression and misery. Look at all gloom, despair, and agony on me. And I used to love that show. <laughs> that's worth a D6. <laughs> That's all that's in my head right now. I and that's perfectly fine. Would you like to give a D6 inspiration to anybody? Yes. Who needs it? Well, anybody can use it within the next ten minutes. So awesome. whoever it goes to is fine. It's up to you. Let's see. Oh, I have to actually. I have to name a name. Yeah. Well, Who's you could roll a D4. You could which roll which a D4. of which of my parties up next? Because uh, Robert's uh, next up. Next up after you is going to be Cuddy. After there you go, Cuddy. Have a D6. Okay. There you go. Would you like it to be a, a, a combat inspiration or bardic inspiration? Bardic means he can uh, assist his attack. Combat means he can add to his damage. Ooh. Uh, he's already got a, a whole lot of damage available to him, though, doesn't he? Well, yeah. He's a he's a freaking living lawnmower, just like that. <laughs> so let's give him a little culture. Use it as the bardic, a bardic boost. Okay, okay, bardic inspiration. You can add that to your attack roll then. Okay, just one attack roll or all of them? Well, you, when it comes around to your turn, uh, which is going to be very soon, mm -hmm. um, uh, just uh, just um, just one d6. Okay. So, Argante, that being it, would you like to stay put where you are or make any kind of movement? No, I'm staying away from the clouds to keep an eye on these horrible beasts. You want to step outside the cloud? You, you still are immune to it, as Crotu pointed out. I mean, I want, to, I want to stay where I am and watch where everybody is. Oh, no, no worries, then no movement Sorry. there. Yeah, no, okay. I'm, I'm hanging out. I'm, I'm away. I'm on the other side of the table. They'd have to work to get to me, and they're busy being sick, I think. <laughs> Absolutely, because next up is Patch, and Patch takes his action to go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's truly disgusting. <laughs> what the fuck is this stuff? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's almost like shoving his own shield against his face to thinking it's a gas mask of some kind. Um, probably uh, uh, splitting a lip in the process, but uh, he's just green air on the gills and vomiting. Now it's I'm detecting start. hints of Brussels sprouts, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely. Next up is Cuddy. Okay. Um, let's see. How, how these guys are kind of club the two, the two big guys are are like side to side um patches um what a little off to the side you let's put um uh facing oh. facing step the step a little bit away from the table and facing the table right. to your left mm -hmm. 15 feet away from you uh, on a diagonal is eva right uh to your right almost directly in front of you but not quite uh 10 feet away from you is patch and directly diagonal away from you to your right, uh, also 10 feet, is Skibo. 
And were uh, Boas on our side of the table with Brogar? No, Skibo stepped away from the table. No, more, okay. more, no, didn't Mobar go? Morbo go after Rogar? Ooh, Mo, well, hang on, yeah, Morbo, you're quite correct. Thank you. I forgot Morbo. Oh, he's, he's right oh, next thank to you. Me. I'm sorry, I was trying to help. Actually, is that? But isn't he? Didn't he come across the table to Rogar? You're absolutely correct. Morbo, Morbo, uh, Morbo broke um, formation. <laughs> Morbo broke formation and is standing right next to Cuddy, directly to your left. Thank you, Argante. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well. yeah, that's the fourth one. All right, all right. So, um, I'm going to attack Morbo then. And you um, do so with advantage because uh, you also have Rogar uh, adjacent to him. Uh, you can use pack tactics that way? Precisely yeah. what you said. Oh. See, I'll get it one of these years. Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to use my inspiration <laughs> die for my first attack. And uh, this attacking with quarter staff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, 18, 18 plus 8. So that's a hit. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That is absolutely okay. a hit. Okay, let me roll my second. You won't even bother with Barry. It's not going to yeah. do anything. All right. Uh, second attack is a. Ooh, I rolled another 18 plus 8. And that also hits. Okay, I'm using Flurry of Blows. So I'm starting at two point. Mm-hmm. And I get uh, two more martial arts attack. An arm strike. Let's see. That one's only a 23 total. Only a 23? <laughs> yes. Is that all? And the second one's a 16. second one is a 16. Uh, that was the second of your uh, unarmed strikes, right? Right. Okay. On uh, that one, he's going to use his reaction to mm. parry the last one uh, almost half-heartedly, almost accidentally after getting mm-hmm. uh, smacked so hard the first three times, okay. uh, making that one miss. So his okay. reaction to parry brought his armor class up high enough for that one to miss. Uh, why don't you roll damage on those three attacks then? Okay. Actually, on... Um because because I hit him with one of my flurry of blows, I want him to do a um, deck save or be prone. The the DC for the save is fourteen. Ooh, okay. Dexterity save. Mm-hmm. He rolls a nineteen, and his dex is plus two twenty one. Okay. So let's see. A total of 28 points of damage. Holy crap. (laughs) Is he just a grease spot on the ground now? Oh, man. He seemed dangerous. So that was 28 total? Yeah. Holy crap. All right. That's over three uh, attacks if it matters. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, yeah, uh, you also... Um, because you did so well, you actually also managed to do it without getting any uh, any um, uh, vomit on you. Now that's class. That that's, is classy. That Thank is you. totally that's classy. That's a kind of cle- cleverness. Um, part of your attack actually um, 
involved grabbing hold of that those leather straps while he was doubled over um, and uh, as he tried to stand up to uh, meet uh, meet the attack, you very simply hauled on the straps, flipped yourself vertically up into the air, almost in a handstand above, a head, above his head, mm-hmm. and then just released your hold, coming down like a vertical pile driver, your head uh-huh. against his, um, uh, uh, and, and uh, doing significant damage that way, making him even more dizzy. Oh, Would good. you like to make use of any movement, or stay where you are? Uh, let's see. Um, if, uh, let's see where I'm standing right now. Am I kind of in the middle of things? But um, not actually in the middle, no. But you are uh, adjacent to him, while Rogar is adjacent to him as well, so you have an advantage. You could break away from him without getting an attack of opportunity because he's already used his reaction to parry. Right. Um, let's see. Let's see, if I move around to the other side of Rogar, I'm going to be more on the outside of things? No, you'd actually be more in the middle of things. You'd okay, then I'm, I'm good where I am now. Okie doke. Okay, next up is uh, Skipo, the one that took the, uh, one that took the um, uh, uh, crossbow bolt. He is going to move directly against uh, the one that's closer to him, and that'll be Krothu. Okay. <clears throat> and he's going to try what? Try using the right dice. <laughs> Use the right dice on him. Here we go. He's going. He's got the shield up. He's got the spear out. He doesn't have the kind of circus flourish, and he does not announce uh, his name or what he plans to do or try to play to the crowd. He just goes right for an attack. And that is. Sixteen. It's. Oh, 16 hits. All right, four, six, ten points of piercing damage at Krothu. Ouch. Ouchies. Ten points of piercing damage at Krothu, and uh, not content with that, he's going to try for another attack. That one was cocked. Uh, seven does not hit. Let's try again. Third melee attack. These guys are quick. They're very big. They're very strong. Very practiced. However, they are not finesse guys. Same three again. What the fuck? All right. Well, there it is. Okay. Um. Yeah. He uh, he jabbed forward. He brought the shield around and swung. The monk wasn't there. He swung up from below with the spear and a practice move with the butt of the spear that he used to be able to crack right in the groin of his opponent. The monk wasn't there. He missed all three times. And that was uh, Skibo scowling very unhappily, covered in breakfast and still coughing and retching. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if you should have been able to attack at all, to be honest. Did you check? Well, it says this turn. What does it mean by this turn? Their next turn, or the turn that Argante took? Let me see. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not your fault that didn't I don't remember the it, spell. Didn't mean to <laughs> make it difficult. Moderate wind disperses the cloud after four rounds. A strong wind, at, at least twenty miles per hour, disperses it after one round. Okay, well, so the my interpretation would, would would be that each time that their turn comes around, they get another shot at saving until right. the until the wind disperses it. So they can't really act normally unless they've saved. Right. Hmm. 
And it's uh, and it would be at the end of their turn, right? If they fail that save, they spend its whole action retching and reeling. That's that's what I'm I'm reading. So would it be the, at the beginning of at their the beginning. of their turn? And if they make the save, then I guess they could do something else. It doesn't say that, but that would make sense, right? Because it only says if they if they fail a save. Right. That does make sense. Right. Yeah. So if they make their if they make their save, they can act. Mm-hmm. Poison constitutions con saving throw against the poison. Declared at the start of its turn. Okay. He should he should have made a con saving throw before he even started swinging. Shame uh, on me. So eager. Fourteen. Fourteen in his con is seventeen. Nikki, what's your spell save DC? Uh, what kind of question is that to go around asking people? That's a question you'll find oh, the no. answer to at the top of page three. Uh, um, um, <laughs> one, two, three, three. Spell save. Spell casting. Spell save. Spell save. There it is. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yes, sir. Okay, it rolled a seventeen. I think. Yes, he did. So it made it. So he made it. So oh, he was balls. allowed. I'm sorry. Okay. It didn't work on him. Well, it worked long enough to attacks. turn him green, and he missed yeah. all three attacks, so I put him off. Oh, uh, he, he uh, hit one. Oh, he hit he with one, that's that, right. That, that first one, yeah, and did some big damage. Oh, yeah. Ten points. Sorry. So, uh, at any rate, um, no, it's not your fault. I don't remember the spell. No, it's my fault. <coughs> oh, I forgot, right. I forgot about the guilt cage. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. In the bag of holding. Skibo, Skibo, scowls, growls, and uh, steps, uh, leans back, taking a defensive pose with his shield, um, slightly uh, disappointed and unbelieving in himself. As Crowthu now gets to immediately retaliate. All right, so. Um, who's boss, Crowthu? So, in the course of trying to defend myself from this guy, I have gotten up from the chair, but I still have this plate of. Of, of, of like breakfast, which I'm now going to try to punch into the guy. <laughs> for my first attack. Excellent. I'm glad I was an inspiration to someone. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure which die. I, I'm not sure which die I was rolling, so I will take the lowest one, eleven. With my plus four is fifteen. Did you just? I'm sorry. Did you roll a disadvantage, or you just rolled? Uh, no, I, I think I think I, I plucked a, a a die into my 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 dice cup, and I already had one in there, or there or there was another die that was sitting on my dice rolling surface. Either way, I did my roll, and I looked down, and there were two d20s sitting there. So I'm not sure which one I was actually rolling. So I'm taking the lowest one that I saw. Hmm. So be it. Uh, that sounds like a good handicap. Uh, Eleven misses. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I mean, d- 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 does my d- d- does my attack bonus do any good? The uh, plus four. Eleven. Uh, that'll bring it to fifteen. I'm afraid that also misses. That also misses. All right. So the breakfast goes awry. Maybe bounces off of his shield, and that allows mm-hmm. me to reach back, grab my uh, my quarter staff, and bring it down for a two hand two handed attack. After that. Shit. Thirteen total, so that's another miss. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend a key to do flurry of blows and follow that up. Basically, the 
I plant, I end up planting the staff in the the ground, but I use that to kind of vault over and get a couple of kicks <laughs> in at him. Yeah, it's two attacks. I'll go ahead and roll the both dice. And all right, one of them was a natural one. Oh dear! Whoa! But the other one, I rolled fifteen, so that ends up with a nineteen after. Uh, nineteen hits. All right, something hit. Uh, D6 plus 4 damage for a total of 8. You can impose a condition on him also. I can? Yeah, Flurry of Blows. Is it the same for you as for me? After Flurry of Blows, you see either Deck Save where he's prone, Strength Save where he's pushed 15 foot. Is that part of your martial arts thing? Let me see if that's just me or is that all the... Uh, that might just be you because I, I took a different path than you did because you took right. the empty hand, right? Uh, and I took the elemental path. Okay. Let me see. No, I'm I believe... thinking it's the same for yeah, anybody um, that uses Floria Blows. It's an it's open hand te- 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 technique, so that's just... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. I, I just do the special things with Floria Blows. Okay, good. Right. That's, okay. that's part, that's part uh, of your... I've just been trying to remember to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So, so that was uh, eight, uh, eight, eight additional bludgeoning damage on Skipo after, mm. uh, after uh, some very fast breakfast is served. Mm-hmm. Okay, Crowthrow, I imagine you're going to stay where you are unless you want yes. to move somewhere. Okay, staying I'm where you are. Uh, next up is Rogar. Rogar is going to try and take his spear and stab Morbo with it. Uh, uh, 15. Where's his plus? Where's Rogar? Plus what to hit? Rogar. Rogar, where are you? Where are you, Rogar? Even in his last incanta- uh, incarnation, even at level 4, he was a plus 7 to hit. Attack bonus plus 7, 15. Well, yeah, that hits. Okay. And his damage is... His spear damage. Oh, it... Oh, it's a d6, because he's got his shield up. Uh, D6 plus 6, 7, 7 points, 7 points of stab piercing damage on Morbo. And I'm going to roll a D20 once more because he's doing it at advantage because Cuddy's on the opposite side just to see if he gets a nat 20. He does not, he gets a 3. But that was, uh, that was 7, no, yeah, that was uh, 7 additional points of damage on Morbo. Piercing from Rogar, who grunts, not disappointed, but slightly disappointed because he wanted to do much more. That brings us to the top of the list on Bone Steel. I don't have any music playing uh, for this one except uh, what I'm going to put under it when I eventually post it. Uh-huh. So I think I just interfered with my own soundtrack. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you muted? Are you muted? Is Bone Steel muted? Are you if so, muted? take a drink. Oh, so muted. Da-da, Hello? Hello. 
you waiting on bone stuff? Did he run away? Oh, he. Oh, he did say he had to step away. Uh, oh, yeah. He was, that, was that a be right back? Okay, I thought that was. Okay, I thought that was Mark, but okay. yeah, because I, I I had to go close my my oh. windows. But I was back shortly, unless he did. That while I was gone. There he is. <laughs> well, I did actually hear him say he was going off to get the thing. No worries. Okay. Do you need another minute? Because I can just have Telerac take another shot at that other no, guy. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm. If you can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there. Oh, uh, lost audio then. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because um, I was talking the whole time. You guys are like, "Can you hear me?" Yes, yes, I'm talking. Okay. Um, oh, bummer. Okay. So, so she is. Is She's she up in your face? Okay, but is she is she overcome with the retching and reeling, or she is? Last? Yes. Okay. Well, then I'm going to uh, try to slice the thing that I was trying to slice before. <laughs> And tie it around One her. One track mind. No, no. Oh I'm going to tie it around her wrists if I am successful. Mm. You are going to use one action to slice off the top of her armor and bind her with it. Well, I'm. What <laughs> you do? Since you put it that way. If you, I mean, if you if you manage to slice off the top of her armor, um, and it falls uh, to the ground. I would be more than happy for you to, on your next turn, attempt to use it to tie her wrists together uh, while she's carrying her shield and sword and attempting to stab you. You're more than welcome to roll for that. Okay. And that... Okay, it's been nice knowing y'all. I'll be... <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get, smarty butt? I got a seven. Oh. Plus seven. four. Okay, but well, still. Four, that's eleven. Uh, eleven does miss. I figured it would. Uh. Yeah, she sees uh, once again what you were trying to do and just begins smiling wider and winks at you with the other eye. <laughs> Almost dropping her guard and putting her shield aside as if she... Kind of wants you to succeed. <laughs> You're not going to fall for that old trick, are you? <laughs> Next up is Telerac, who is going to take a shot once, uh, once again at uh, the one that he hit before successfully, which he's happy about, and rolls a uh, uh, rolls a 17, uh, giving him a 22 total. Certainly hits. And that does, uh, what, 1d10 plus 4. d10 plus 4. I have a crossbow bolt. So much for light obscurity. So, 9 yeah. points of piercing damage. 9 points of, nine more points of piercing damage on Skipo. Where is he? There he is, Skipo. Not a happy camper. He seems to be uh, getting more hits than anybody else. That was Telerac. Next up is Avina, who, uh, coming to her uh, senses, realizes that even without a crowd, she still has to perform one way or another. Mm. Um, and this time, I think she's going to try a shield bash mm. on uh, on um, on Bone Steel. Moving quickly, shield. Oh, that's these two. That's these two. And she rolls what? 
Bulls. Eighteen. No. Twenty. Twenty total. And I'm guessing that hits uh, bone steel. He may have the same audio issue he did before. If you don't answer that, that doesn't mean that they automatically miss. <laughs> um, which is uh, alright so she does a shield bash uh, which is uh, 2d4 plus 4 to 6 points of bludgeoning damage on bone steel and he needs to make a saving throw alright there we go I can hear you now okay uh, what the hell is it is it a, a strength saving throw Back. Can we switch these rolls around? This one with the last one? No. <laughs> I got a natural Chip. twenty. Uh, you got a nat twenty. Okay, you you, uh, you succeeded. You did not end up prone. She was. You know, you could have done that the down. last one, Mister Dice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you only took six points of uh, six points of damage from the shield bash, but uh, she's uh, yeah, she's gone ahead and uh, attempted that, and. Uh, Although she does get three attacks and only says melee, alright. Oh, well, and she can go after you with her. What am I talking about? She was supposed to roll her save too. Mm -hmm. She was in the stinking cloud. What is up with me? Holy crap. That's okay. I, I forgot to make that these I guys. To, I, forgot that, I forgot that my attacks were supposed to also have my, my proficiency bonus in them, so we're all having fun today. Ooh, dear. Eh, I'm uh, going to go on because we were, we were pathistic, but. She just rolled a four, and no matter what I add to that con-wise, which is uh, plus three, seven, she failed. Argante has uh, made her continue to be poisoned. Bone steel, that six points I just uh, did to you is null and void because it didn't happen. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Good. Well, you missed the maniacal yet. laughter. I, I actually indulged in some maniacal <laughs> laughter. I apologize, but I could not resist. <laughs> But I was muted, so you missed it. So there you now go. That brings up a point. If she was still going <coughs> when I was trying to uh, do what I was trying to do, should that not have granted me an advantage? I'm going to say yes. Roll a d20 again. All right. Alexa, roll a d20. <laughs> I'm a bitch! <laughs> what did it say? Oh, you didn't hear it? Seven! No. Uh, <laughs> it's what you get. It's what you get. God dang it all. That's not fair. Okay, doesn't count. It wasn't the same time. Okay. All right. Well, you know, at least you got the opportunity. Yeah, she was sick. She was rushing. She was green. She was coughing. You had the advantage. But uh, apparently a sword and a shield in your way kind of complicated matters. Whether the story gods do not want him to succeed at this, so it's it's all it's all it's all in the thought. It's the thought that counts. You know what I really really want is if you do succeed, that she's got a sports bra thing underneath the fur. That's really what I really want. <laughs> not yet, your little booby show. That's all I'm saying here, because that would actually be really funny. It's like more another little fur bra under the first fur bra. <laughs> We're added fur bra support. <laughs> Or, or she turns out to be cross-dressing. <laughs> That'd be good too. <laughs> okay, uh, that was uh, that was uh, Telerac. That was uh, uh, Avina who failed her save. 
Morbo just rolled a seven to try and save himself from the poison cloud, um, and that was um, uh, that uh, total ended up being a ten because he's going to count up plus three. So Argante still has these suckers poisoned. Why did I give you guys hero feet? Isn't isn't Morbo knocked out by Cuddy? And uh, no, he's not knocked out. He's not, okay. He took damage, he's, but he's these tough. guys are far, okay. far from knocked out. I'm not gotcha. supposed to say that. Yeah, no. Oops, sorry. I gonna, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I heard nothing. Gonna, yeah, I was going to ask if it's possible we could uh, do um, some dual damage. I suppose that's much more likely with the actual martial arts attacks than the bashing them up the other staff. <laughs> I think there's an option. I, I, it's it's uh, the option. The option can be that uh, once you've brought them down to oh, okay, once gotcha. you brought them down to unconsciousness, you haven't killed them. Um, gotcha. And you, you, if you want to be non-lethal, you just stabilize them. That's all. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out what our options are. Good. Yeah. I heard that is just staple them. I'm like, we bring out the giant stapler from the bag of holding, and we staple right. them we to the staple table. Their eyes. We, the tree. We, we stabilize them. Yes. We staple them. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's what croquet hoops are for. Oh, oh, you're so right. <laughs> Is he unconscious? Yes. Bring in the boss stitch. Hop, <laughs> 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 jump. Actually, uh, once the creature hits zero hit points with a melee attack, the attacker can just say that they want to knock them out rather than kill them, and they're automatically stable. Oh, see? It's even Not easier. Not as much fun as the giant stapler, but it is easier. I will grant you that. Cool. 5, 10, 15. You said it's a 20-foot uh, um, radius on that stink cloud. Yeah, and it only lasts Whoa. for up to four turns. So we're on what turn? No, I can't two remember. Have you been keeping track? Two. two. We're on turn two. This is probably two. Yeah, yeah he's going he's gonna to oh, move the hell. Morbo failed his uh, his uh, his saving throw. I wonder if that means he's allowed to take m- movement. Well, he can't take an action. His action is was coughing and retching. So I'm going to say he's like at least got uh, the animal instinct sense to move the hell away from the thing. So five, ten, yeah. He's going to uh, he's going to run out of the stinking cloud. Ah. And that is going to. That's going to. When you're when the four turns are up, there's nothing that says you can't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) But now they're scattered. They're scattered. We can talk with our little earpieces. We can whisper in our little earpieces. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to afford opportunity attacks from both Rogar and Cuddy. Okay. We get advantage on our opportunity attacks. Uh, no, these are reactions. Oh, okay. Oh, I rolled fifteen plus eight, twenty-two, and that's a hit Ooh. for eleven points of damage. <clears throat> Good God! Okay, so running away, taking your attack of opportunity, uh, he takes an additional eleven points of, uh, I guess, bludgeoning damage. You hit him mm-hmm. with. Uh, Horse stick, yeah. Okie doke. And Rogar rolled a 16, uh, pluses whatever. It doesn't matter because uh, the guy didn't use parry. He wasn't going to. He was running away. That hit. Mm. And what? Oh, hit with what? Try using the die. Here we go. 
As you go, Jesus, really? A one? <laughs> okay. Alright, his damage bonus is six, so it's an additional seven points of damage on poor Morbo uh, as he runs retching out of the stinking cloud. But he is now outside of its influence. At any rate. Is even my next tavern I designed? Yeah, seriously. Stinking cloud. So. <laughs> So, all right, that was, uh, that was Morbo. Was that Morbo? Yes, that was Morbo running away and getting his attacks. Argante, you're up. Argante sees him run out of the cloud, and so she throws her ghost uh, daggers at Morbo. Mmm. Excellent. Fum, fum. Okay, go ahead and roll two attacks. And that's using my little D4s, right? Because it's... D4s will be the damage. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, the damage. Yeah. Do I, so, uh, two D20s at once, or one at a time? Uh, it doesn't matter what other numbers uh, ended up. Two D20s, you know. Two D20s is okay. Or one D20 twice. So, one... I rolled them at the same time. One is a 19. That's going to um, be a hit. One is a three. That's going to be a miss. Yeah. And go ahead and roll a D4 plus... Plus my... It's dex, I think. Plus your dex, I think, yeah. So, D4 is the... Four Uh, plus three for seven. Seven points of damage. Morbo's getting his ass kicked a little bit here. Where is he? Where is he? We can't find him on the list. Oh, there he is. Did you say seven? Seven, total of seven, four plus total three. Of seven, holy crap. Okay, just for trying to get out of the stinking cloud. And well, that's what he fault. gets for leaving the stinking cloud. <laughs> you were supposed to stay and rest <laughs> your brains out, Morbo. Exactly. This is my gift to you for threatening me. So he's kind of like leaning over on his own shield, uh, the spear almost holding up, holding him up as his legs kind of shake under him and he just uh, tries to get uh, color back into his face, breathing fresh air, when suddenly he catches a dagger in the side of his, uh, in the side of his uh, neck and just goes, oh, oh. <laughs> You know, stab, Morbo, Morbo, have cold. <laughs> reaches up to try and pull the dagger out when suddenly it puffs into smoke and much to his shock, amazement, and surprise. I uh, love the ghost daggers. Back to the sheaths on the bandolier that Argante is wearing. And that's uh, that was uh, Argante. Next up is Patch. He's going to make a successful what? Con saving throw. Uh, 13 does not be equal to 10. He's got a 3, three con. That did not beat your spell say DC. Patch continues to retch and puke and feel disgusted. Uh, and may actually himself run off 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, he's going to run 25 feet in the opposite direction away from everybody to get out of the stinking cloud. No one was standing next to him, so he does not get an attack of opportunity. And that ends his turn. Because he couldn't, like, hurt anybody. These guys are kick-ass powerhouses with shields and uh, spears, and they get three attacks each, and they're not doing the kind of thing they were supposed to do to you guys, because they suck. Thanks to Argante. <laughs> Thanks to Argante poisoning them. Well, I truly didn't believe that, that Bard Mithros be- was, was telling the truth about this, but he was. <laughs> yeah, I know you like the sound of that. Thinking cloud a lot, did <laughs> I was wondering when I'd get the opportunity to use it. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. 
I, I was afraid you were going to poison us all until we remembered the hero's, the hero's feast. feast. <laughs> yes, that was a good that was a good thing and a, something I'll try and keep in mind for next time. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. God, God help us if you ever learn fireball. And, and Argante manages to kill off the entire party by trying to save them with a stinking cloud. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I, I, you know these incapacitating spells. Mm. They're almost like they're, they're like uh, DOTs and uh, damage over time. And why am I going on like this? If somebody else's, it's, it's Cuddy's turn. Hey, Cuddy's Yay. turn! Yay! Okay, uh, let's see. There was no one around you. <laughs> Except no. standing just to your right is Argante. Right. <laughs> so um, he throws her to the ground, gives her good kicking. <laughs> Morbo's about fifteen feet uh, um, away from you, towards the uh, the mansion. Right. Uh, Eva's uh, uh, also was fifteen feet uh, away f- uh, away from you, on the opposite side. Eva's still fighting Bone Steel. Skibo is, uh, I'm sorry, oh, Eva's still okay. fighting uh, Bone Steel, and Skibo is still up in Crothu's face. Okay. Um, let's see. If I move, I still get two attacks, right? Uh, with your movement, hell yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go and uh, engage uh, Ava and help Bone Steel there. Alrighty. Okay. Thank you. So, quarterstaff. Fucking uh, a quarter quarterstaff. You betcha him. Your chivalry appalls me, but I appreciate it anyway. First attack, the 25. 25 hits. Uh, second attack is a... Ooh, 17. 25. That's as well. Okay, I'm spending a key point to flurry your blows. As any good monk should. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh. That's an 18 plus 8. The first one hits... I'm going to impose the fa- the um, no re- that she has no reaction until the end of my next turn. Mm-hmm. You're rolling these with advantage, right? Yes. Okay, cool. And it's a good thing to look. And that one uh, misses because I rolled a ten. <laughs> total. Well, good. Ten total. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, so what's the damage on those three in addition uh, to her not being able to use reaction? That's right. That's such a nice thing, and she doesn't get a saving throw from that. Okay, so that's 15, 15, 19, 25. 25 bludgeoning damage against Avina. Holy crap, she's kind of paying attention to this guy that's flirting her with her uh, by way of rapier stabs at her uh, at her costume. And, and, and suddenly there's quarter staffs to the knee, quarter staffs to the knee, it's to the back of to the Nobody expects the, back. the quarter staff to the knee. <laughs> oh, you holy man bastard, what are you doing to me? See how that cowardly monk... And she starts to turn towards a crowd that isn't there and suddenly gathers her wits and realizes she's not performing. I am not performing, not performing. This is not a circus. I have to kill these people. The damn thing looked good over here. <laughs> Let's have Skipo do a, a save. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, yeah, we're coming up on 10 after 5, so I'm just going to go ahead and do a Skipo oh, yeah. save against the retching. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I'm sorry, Cuddy, was that the end of your turn? Yes, that is the end of my turn. Okay. Um, he rolls a 7 with his counter plus 3, gives him a 10, which still fails, so he's still retching. Oh, and he ate all that lovely breakfast, too. <coughs> he did. He's going to he's going to follow um, Patch's example and try and run out of the uh, cloud while he's puking and retching. Uh, and uh, invokes an attack of opportunity from uh, Krothu. Yep, and I will remember my proficiency bonus this time. There we go. As I whack him in the knee with the mouth, my quarters. <laughs> Shit! Stop. Oh no! Well, a total of eleven. Total of eleven. I'm afraid misses. He was he skipped the hell out of your way as quickly as he could, and uh, and that, that, that felt slightly short. However. Uh, that finishes his turn, and it is now yours. And I think we're going to end the session with uh, the Crowthu's um, uh, attack and try and take this up uh, next time because it, it got a little late on us. All but right, let's see here. Come on, um, let's. Oh, <laughs> now that he's out of the cloud, though, I'm spending two key. Mm. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, he needs to make a. Strength to save against a DC of 14. Because I'm using the Fist of Unbroken Air on him now that he's out of the cloud. Okay, he just rolled an 11 on the D20. His strength is plus 4. He made it. 15. He made... Okay. So he's taking half of the damage, half of the 3D10 damage, and he doesn't get knocked prone or any of that. So I rolled 8, 19, 16, so he takes 8 points. 8 points of damage. Excellent. You have, you have further attacks, though, right? Unless you don't want to make a... Uh, did, did you have uh, fur- you have further attacks? Let's see. Um, does that count as a standard attack action? He took uh, the, the eight points is from, was, uh, from what uh, kind fist, of attack? Uh, 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 that's from Fist of Unbroken Air. Fist of Unbroken Air. That was, uh, I would call that an action. If you want to use your bonus action for an unarmed strike, you got those. All right, I'm gonna move. I'm move up on him then, and actually do the uh, the the standard uh, the the uh, the martial arts attack. Cool. So just running up, doing a flying kick at him. I rolled a sixteen. Seventy-eight, ninety-one, two, twenty-three. Twenty-three, absolutely hits. All right. Parry win. Parry Plus four. Since that went up two, and I rolled a one. So I used to five from Yeah. I'm sorry, five total you said? Yep. Five total additional damage on Skipo. Not the best day these guys, not the kind of cakewalk these guys were expecting when they uh, glanced over at you guys coming up out of the basement. They got their hands full, and I think they're starting to realize it. Uh, Holy crap, what a clutch spell Stinking Cloud turned out to be. That was nice. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. And, 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 Partly, almost, almost mainly because of the fact that you guys were unaffected by it. Uh-huh. The other thing that, that was uh, that was very lucky. Sorry, I almost killed <laughs> all. Sorry. Don't well, ever I, learn fireball. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing to know, Argante, is uh, you actually can you can um, you can place a spell like that that's got a radius of twenty feet or fifteen feet, whatever, anything that's got you know 
that kind of a circle, um, uh-huh. far enough back away from the group so that just the, just the edge of it that's closest to the enemies would only right. catch them. So like I would, I would aim it beyond them? Is that <laughs> exactly, it? Right. yeah. You aim oh, it beyond okay. them and if nobody's standing like right next to them, none of your party's standing right next to okay. them. Okay. Right. Just like you them. would do with fireball or a lightning bolt or other spells like that. Yeah. You'd send it beyond and let, let the edge catch <laughs> them instead of instead of worrying about putting it right in their midst, like trying to put it right on them. Precisely right. what you just said. Okay. Good especially to remember. If, especially you know I won't, but thanks for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, so it's like here, uh, here in uh, uh, Wrinkley, New Jersey, uh, roller coaster, New Jersey, otherwise known <laughs> as Georgia. It's ten after ten, and yeah. believe me, folks, this this is a this is a long fight. Yep. These uh, these guys are uh, actually uh, way beefier than what I'm used to yeah. throwing may at I, you. May I declare? my action without actually rolling it because I'm afraid if I don't, I'm going to forget Absolutely. By, by our next session. I would like have own steel to say, well, this has been fun. Sorry, Cuddy. I hope you understand, little boy. And I'm going to use my acrobatics to try to vault over like tables and people's <laughs> shoulders and heading back the opposite direction from where everybody is fighting. Huh. You're bravely running away? Is that what I'm yep, doing? That's what I'm doing. I'm a rogue. Well, yeah. the truth, the truth you know is, any direction another, you run in will you know be opposite from where the fighting is. Spell, right? Yeah, you're you're a rogue, but you can use your sneak attack damage now that you have a person adjacent oh. to it. Oh, well, my God. <laughs> think about it. We have a couple of weeks to think about it. Yes. <laughs> and, and trilobite, and trilobite will She back. wants to catch me alive, so I figure either, either, oh. you know, I can... I'm not going to go full tilt on a woman. That's just... She not doesn't have what? to catch me alive. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you've been you've been whomping on her. I've been like hardly caught. You've been I, trying to steal her bra, you fiend. Have <laughs> 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 you your family jewels for a necklace, please? He <laughs> hmm. would give you no quarter. Oh, well, exactly. So this way, you know, he gets to womp on her, which he's good at, and you know, I'm going to. I'll come back. <laughs> I wasn't going to run away permanently. <laughs> well, Trilobite will thank us for dropping him in the middle of a fight when he gets back. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, we certainly. used you as a door. Is that okay? <laughs> we used him as a door when? No, no. I'm just <laughs> no, but we could have if we'd wanted. Okay, we didn't have a table for the breakfast, so we laid it all out on Rogar's. <laughs> Oh, he was planking. We put it on. We put it on your bill. Yeah. Would be no breakfast. Bill would eat a lot. <laughs> anyway, very silly. And a lot on of that. fun. Yeah. And on that note, sorry to cut off mid combat like that, but holy crap, this is a long, complicated fight. Yeah. Uh, and these guys are. That's what I'm trying geez. to do, Adam. I'm trying to make it easier for you by going the other, you know, oh, so <laughs> you gotta Such keep a noble rogue running away. To <laughs> no, make actually, I think it'd be fun if she gives a merry chase trying to keep to take him, and then we have a nice. Uh, and then you're separating the party. You always yell at me for that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I do not. I enjoy over by separating the, the party. <laughs> Meanwhile, over by the rhododendrons. <laughs> <laughs> 
You rascally rogue, I'll get you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, thank you, everybody. This is, uh, this was, um, this uh, took a while to get into, and uh, sorry about that, but I, I actually was trying a different method here that might actually be working better for me than the screen, so far uh-huh. as what's going on, I think, and I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. Mm. Uh, I didn't once look, uh, well, I looked, I think, a couple times at a computer screen to get some numbers, but I've got my little flat disks with the pictures on them, Ooh. on a grid, mm. on a small table in front of me. Mm. Theater of the mind, you say. You cheated. I'm totally I'm, joking. Uh, yeah, sorry, but let's see. Two, four, six, eight. <laughs> with, there's ten. There's there's ten pseudo minis in front of me. And I would, <laughs> because, I, you know, between the six of you guys, uh, and that means Telerac included, which makes up the six, and the four of them, no way I was keeping track of that well, see, in my head. he's got minis. I don't have any compunctions about splitting the party. <laughs> Screw it. Yeah, no worries. You know, the rest of them will be on, you know, um, square plastic table, and Rogar and Eva will be uh, slightly a foot to the right on the rug. <laughs> Not a problem. On, on the kids' table. On the, yeah. on the fold-out kids' I, table. I, I have had this acrobatic skill for the entire time I've had this character, and I've yet to use it. Well, by God, I've got an opportunity. I'm going to take it. Hopefully in such a way as to avoid any attack <coughs> away from things and not toward the door. Hey, when you, which, whichever direction you want to go. You want to bolt? That's, uh, and, and, I mean, you've seen what's been happening to the rest of her group because of who's with you. It's not exactly as if you should have abandonment guilt. Exactly. That's my thought. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, that's All right. cool. All right. That's noted. That's recorded. And you'll know about it when I, if I'm smart enough to post this before we do our next thing. <laughs> and that is when? When is that? Two weeks. Uh, that is the, I actually looked at it before. It's the 19th. 19th. So uh, if Trilobite is able to rejoin us, um, and, and you've it, and uh, Blind Geek, if you've got the the radio hour thing ready, then we can run that. Uh, you can go ahead and run that on the nineteenth if you'd like. Oh no no no! We're in the middle of something. I'll save that <laughs> when we're between between uh, stories. Oh, after, after you've uh, mopped up the floor with these uh, big giant badass killers that I sent out to you guys. Yes, exactly. That are uh, now covered in No, after we've own. got the head of Lord uh, Hornswoggle, whatever the hell his name is. Hospinger is Hospinger, real. sorry. And I like Hornswoggle better. We've got it on the on, a, on the end of a pike. There you go. Ew. All right. Well, that's excellent. Dusting like a giant swizzle stick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just imagined Martini. Yeah. <laughs> a Hofspinger Montini, sh- a Martini, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys. Is- Get out okay. of here. All right. Everybody, everybody stay cool. It's getting hot out there. And uh, and thank you again for uh, an excellent evening. And, uh, you as and well. Thanks for a great game. Always. Thank you. Always, I'll always. always. Oh, Adam. Uh, yes? I'm sorry, I'm sorry Adam. I was, uh, Erica was reminding me that we may very well be up your way in August, like on the, on the 5th. So we'll have to figure out if, um, it's possible to get together for lunch or something. 
That'd be cool. Only if you Skype us in. Hey. <laughs> Hey, you guys can't do that and not include us. Oh, hey, hey that's just mean. Hey. Just had a, 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 a like tablet up with like Skype or something in the, in the corner. And Wouldn't that be funny? I'll have the iced tea and onion rings, please. You <laughs> can. <laughs> Actually, okay. I've been informed that here it's called sweet tea. Oh, that's oh, if you yeah. get a sweet. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's so much sugar that you'll be wired for a week. Good luck with that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Southern sweet tea is unlike any sweet tea you have ever had. It's amazing. We use a full five pounds for every gallon of tea. (laughs) (laughs) That little. (laughs) Well, we're trying to cut back. (laughs) Anyway. Excellent. Excellent. Or like, would you like some tea with your sugar? Exactly. (laughs) Really? Okay. All right, everybody. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta wrap it up. And everybody, stay safe, stay cool, and I'll see you in two weeks. Toodles. Take care, everybody. Bye. Take care.